Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services, Pilltown. JerryComfortDrilling.ie I'm Shane O'Keefe. I'm with Robbie Dowling. We are the Juicy Boys and we're here for an All-Ireland final day. The first of the All-Ireland Senior Club finals will throw in shortly at Crow Park. O'Loughlin Gales, the Kilkenny and Leinster Kingpins go up against Galway St. Thomas from half one. This is your build-up. This is where you want to be if you want to get all the information. Robbie, it's a big, big day. Huge, Shane. Obviously, it is. The, we, last weekend, we had, a, I wouldn't say the teaser because I wouldn't do an injustice to Thomas Stone or Tuller or Ross Burkham, but obviously, this is the senior all earned final, the main event, the one that eyes not just in the county but all across the country will be on and two really evenly matched teams in very difficult conditions, it has to be said, so absolutely buzzing for it. I think it's going to be an incredibly tight game as all O'Loughlin Gales games seem to be this year and uh, hopefully, as they have done up to this point, they can come out on top. Well, while me and you can talk all day about the game, our opinion doesn't really matter much when we have the opinion of an eight-time All-Ireland winner live up in Crow Park. He's an honorary juicy boy for the day, Mr. Aidan Taggy Fogarty. Taggy, how are you, sir? Shane, how are you doing? That's, uh, that's some introduction, <laughs> I tell you. An honorary juicy boy. And uh, my eight All-Ireland's not a club level, I'm afraid, so I don't know about my experience or my analysis today. But yeah, look, I'm up here in Crow Park. Uh, great occasion two teams are warming up in front of me now so just looking forward to a really really good game Look there's a lot of talk about the weather and all that kind of stuff but getting into the crux of the actual game itself for O'Loughlin's to come out on top we've spoken to Brian Hogan about it they're not very uh, they don't give away many frees uh, Conor Cooney we've seen with Bally Gunner he put 13 over how important do you think to have a clean game in this difficult weather conditions will be? Yeah, look, uh, Shane, it's huge. Uh, just to update you on the weather conditions, uh, surprisingly enough, um, lads, it's actually not too bad up here. Right. Um, th- th- there's a strong wind, but it's kind of more uh, higher, if you get me. The stands are blocking it coming down into the pitch. Uh, I, was stand- I was talking to one of the guys who was standing on the pitch down there. It said it's swirling. In my experience, it swirls on, an, on a nice day anyway. There's a swirling breeze anyway. Uh, the rain has been held off. The pitch looks a little bit heavy, but in good old nick, you know, it's Croke Park at the end of the day. It's going to be in good nick. So, like, weather conditions is actually not too bad. Bit of a swirling breeze, and it'll be hard for free takers. So, just to go back to your point on that, free taking in this match is going to be massive. Um, Sean Stack is, is referent, the Dublin man. He tends sometimes to give frees, you know, maybe for hand passing or, you know, for throwing the ball. Maybe frees that we'd like to see let go sometimes, but he, he will ref it. But he, look, he'll ref, he'll ref it fairly square uh, on both sides. Uh, free take is going to be huge Mark Berrigan is unerring from freeze as we know we've seen him in the Kilkenny County Championship I've seen nearly all of his games um, you know he'd missed one or two but I remember in that county final he was absolutely brilliant he only missed one uh, and on the flip side uh, Connor Cooney takes him for um, um, St Thomas's. so I think on both sides, both teams will be saying, lads, look, we can't be afford to give them away. Silly freeze. And that's the, that's the thing. Silly freeze is the thing. Look, make them shoot under pressure. Make them work for their score. Because giving away a silly free, that's where it kind of sucks the energy out of the team. And that's where, you know, the, the, the point tally will, will uh, come to. It's going to be freeze. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be freeze. This is going to be a tough, hard game. It's going to be real tough arm wrestle we've seen how St Thomas's came out of the blocks against against Bally Gunner they hit the ground running they hit them hard didn't let them settle one little bit and I've also seen uh, O'Loughlin's the way they faced up against uh, Ballyhead Shamrocks and I'm using the Ballyhead Shamrocks I know it's gone back to the county final stage but they didn't give him an inch so look there will be freeze it will be a tough game to ref uh, but you'll have to keep the tally down because Cooney he will slot them over the bar the last day he scored 13 out of his 14 frees he scored one from play and the same with Mark Bergen uh, very good on him as well so that'll be something that we've been said maybe during the week 
if you're a Kenneth Burke, you're coming into this game and you alluded to the Bally Gunner one that came out with the blocks. Well, Lachlan's didn't really do that against Cushendall. They had a, a big score and difference to make up from that. But if you're a Kenneth Burke coming into this game, where are you looking to take advantage of the Lachlan's? From the start and play fast, is there a, a weak area that you would be able to identify, Taggy? Yeah, look, I think he hit the nail in the head. I had it written down there that we can't give Thomas's. Well, I say we, obviously, Loxons are they're not my club, but we're all in this together, Tag. We're, we're, we're representing Kilkenny at the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, look, a lead, they cannot let Thomas's get a, a good four, five, six point lead in the first 10 minutes. It happened against Mullinavat in the first round. Uh, they went seven points down and brought it back. I uh, won by uh, two points, I think, in the end. Uh, it happened against, um, in, in Cush, or sorry, Cushendall as well, as you mentioned already, went eight points down and got it back and won by a point. But there's two sides to look at there, uh, Shane. Is it the case that they'll run out of lives and they won't be able to bring it back? I think if they get that lead slip against St Thomas's, they'll be too um, experienced and, and too much uh, knowledge to kind of to see it out. So they can't let a big lead li- li- like that. And the other side of it is actually tight games. You know, Lockers are so used to winning tight games, mm. and uh, you know, I think this game will come down to a very very tight match. And so Thomas's, Thomas's have won games the county finals. I was looking at them there. They've only won th- um, in 2019. They won by two points. 2020, they won by two points. 21, Beck Claren Bridge with three points. Lock Gray, 2022, won by a point after a replay. So they're well used to coming down the, the, the line on, on fine margins as well. But if I was Kenneth and if I was looking at the O'Loughlin's team, who is the standout man scoring wise for O'Loughlin's? And that has to be Mark Berrigan. Um, he is the man that they will be trying to nail down he is the man that they will be trying to limit uh, possession to easier said than done because I'm sure maybe every other team has said the same thing as well you know uh, nail down uh, Mark Berrigan and they'll go a long way in beating the Lachlan so I think that'll be the first protocol Shane Cooney is centre back for St Thomas's. he'll probably demand the detail and just looking at the programme and looking at the teams Mark Berrigan uh, is wing forward number 10 Owen O'Shea is number 11 and Conor Heary is number 12 whether they line out like that now is it, uh, I don't know you know I'd imagine Mark will probably drift around that uh, half forward line and back into midfield anyway positions these days Shane you know as you're named out in positions I think the way teams are gone if you end up in a half forward position for a while you play a half forward if you end up centre forward you play centre forward but that's definitely one matchup that I'm looking forward to Shane Cooney and, and um, uh, Mark Berrigan and, uh, and the influence of Mark Berrigan on the team and that's where maybe O'Loughlin's need the extra little bit you know Owen Wall Nolan pa- or Croke Park I think it's meant for uh, Owen Wall up here the pace that man has we mm. scored an unbelievable goal against Mount Rangers uh, in the first round of that ALB Championship uh, Leinster Championship he, like the pace he has so enough ball going into him Vincent Burke is the full back brilliant hurler but maybe caught a little bit for pace so maybe pull out the Luke Hogan out the field and leave Owen Wall and Charles Bulger inside you know so that could be a tactic as well Hey. Would you be worried about the... A lot has been made about Crow Park, say, and the size of the pitch and how it's going to suit all Auckland's. Um, but would you be worried about that O'Loughlin somewhat rely on their defenders to chip in with the scorns as well so that when they're pushing further up the field, there could be more space considering the size of the pitch in behind for St Thomas's forwards? Um, well, honestly, Shane, I wouldn't, to be honest, because if you look at the full back line of Hugh Lawler and Mikey Butler and Stephen Murphy in the goal and Forrestal, like... I would back them every time for a 50-50 ball I'd back them to get out in front so I think Crow Park will actually suit O'Loughlin's I think it'll suit St Thomas's as well but I think it'll suit O'Loughlin's and over the years um, with the O'Loughlin's team and panel most of these guys have played with Kilkenny underage minor under 21 and they've experienced Crow Park um, Kilkenny teams tend to play well in Crow Park it doesn't really get to them at all uh, you know like Mark Bergen played here in, in the Ireland Championship before uh, Stephen Murphy too from the, the, the 2011 loss so that would be a bit of hurt they would have talked about that in the dressing room but I think space wise this O'Loughlin teams will not fear that whatsoever and same as St Thomas's, they won't fear it either but the likes of 
you know, David Fogarty, Paddy Deegan, Jordan Malai, that is their launch pad. You seen Paddy Deegan there was at the, um, the semi final against, oh no, the Leinster final against um, Nafina, I think it was. Five points from play. He lorded it. He was up and down the field, no fear whatsoever, took it on. And that's the danger because who's Paddy Deegan marking today? Shane Cooney. And Shane, or sorry, not Shane Cooney, Connor Cooney. And Connor Cooney, if you talk to any guy on, on the street, especially from Galway, Connor Cooney has been the best Galway club hurler the last six or seven years um, in, in the Galway Championship. The man is phenomenal, you know, brilliant at club level. He got dropped last year against Galway, so for whatever reason, he doesn't transfer to the Galway senior team. Maybe there's more pressure. You know, he's named wing forward usually for Galway. It's a different kind of a, a role, you know, more of a workhorse kind of role. Centre forward, you can drift in, drift out, loose ball. Paddy Deegan likes to play the ball. So there's a bit of a conundrum from Brian Hogan. You know, do we allow Paddy? I wouldn't be saying much to Paddy. I'd be like, play your own game. You know, but watch watch Conor Cooney. I know this is kind of a, <laughs> a cliche to say play your own game, but watch Conor Cooney at the same time. But I'd say it's more maybe on the midfielders that say, look, Keane Lai and Jack Nolan drop back maybe when, when Paddy has gone up the field because they can't allow David Fogarty and Jordan Malai not to play their own games because... Jordan Malai chips in one or two points. David Ford chips in one or two points, and that's their game plan. You know that is, their, and that's the that's the fear Thompsons have as well. Albeit that they'll stop the forwards, well, they have to stop these lads coming from the, the half back line as well. So there's so many conundrums of ifs and buts and, and and strategies. But the two teams themselves tend to play more traditional type hurling, and I mean that not not your old style. You know, 19th century lump it long. They'll play it short. They're great stick men, very good ball handlers. But they'll play it out of the fence, they'll look up and they'll give the long ball into the, the, the left or right hand side. If you look at the full forward line for um, St. Thomas's, James Regan, Aina Burke, exceptional hurlers. Uh, so they won't be afraid to play it along as well, you know, until uh, the fight and the work rate, all that in terms as well. So it, it's leading up to be a really, really good game. When you're talking about fight and uh, work rate, Taggy, we're just going to play a highlight package now of which you contributed to the sound of Casey Sport and with O'Loughlin's uh, over the last year. But we're proudly presenting this highlight package that kind of captures the heart and soul of O'Loughlin Gale's monumental journey to the all Ireland title. For two decades, Casey Lahr's been your faithful companion for all Kilkenny and Carlow teams, including O'Loughlin Gales. And this year, we are with them every step of the way, documenting their triumphs, the challenges, the moments of sheer brilliance from the opening round of the league to the unforgettable scenes of them defying the odds O'Loughlin Gales showcasing resilience skill and unwavering determination so our journey with them has been nothing short of extraordinary we're delighted to be able to ride on their coattails witnessing the transformation from the 2021 runners up to the 2023 Kenny County champions asserting their dominance as Leinster kingpins and now standing on the cusp of all Ireland glory the stage is set for O'Loughlin's to be coming out on top in this one. Our fingers are crossed, our legs are crossed, our toes are crossed. This is O'Loughlin's, a journey years in the making, here on KCLR. It's all over here in UPMC, Nolan Park, on a full-time score of O'Loughlin's 3.15. But the shamrocks of Ballyhale have prevailed, as often they do here in UPMC, Nolan Park. Ballyhale shamrocks put themselves into the history books again. Four county finals in a row. Huge crowd here for the St. Canis's Credit Union. Round one between O'Loughlin's and Tullerone, of course. And O'Loughlin's and Tullerone, many people's contenders to maybe put it up to the likes of the Shamrock. In the top of Luke Hogan and Eamon O'Connor. For Hogan has it. He's had better win the last two. Brilliantly blocked by Tommy. And it's Owen O'Shea gets the break. And Tullerone final whistle here in Clara. And it's uh, O'Loughlin's men on a scoreline of 125 to 20 points. But again, you have to be very impressed with the Lockton Gales here today. 
Owen Wall got a brilliant goal to make it 1-13 for O'Loughlin's from here in Hugginstown on a wet windy afternoon it's Mullinavat dethroned by O'Loughlin's O'Loughlin's 1-15 Mullinavat 1-10 the St. Canis's Credit Union Shield final it is O'Loughlin Gales who lead by 1-1 to no score against James Stevens. Here he lets one go is it going to drop it's going to drop in around the square oh, oh it's flicked in brilliantly by Sean Bulger Wall looking for a second goal Wall oh what a block but then he pulls on second time on the half volley and puts it in Owen Wall dispossess Shane Donahue. Wall takes it gets around Murphy inside the 13 tight angle ball on stick inside of Sean Bulger he goes for the shot it bounces he tries to get it on the second attempt he does Wall with a hat trick has it O'Shea on his way to goal O'Shea still going O'Shea oh comes off the stick of Costigan but he can't keep it out it's a fantastic goal by Owen O'Shea yeah look very impressive from O'Loughlin's here today you know scoring 520 and you know moved the ball very well obviously they're inside full forward line was, was absolutely on fire Sean Bulger 1-2 Paddy Butler 2 two points in play and Owen Wall uh, our man in the match with, with 3-1 and you're very welcome to Nolan Park for the analysis for both of today's county semi-finals St. Canis' Credit Union county semi-finals the first game up today of course is the meeting of O'Loughlin Gales and Bennett Bridge yeah great opening goal from Owen Wall he's the danger man Glen Gales dangerous indeed danger indeed here's Conor Kelly it was always a great player he just come on Conor Kelly Conor Kelly oh Conor Kelly has got the goal the far side from Owen Wall Wall is getting an advantage he's coming through advantage being played Wall Oh, oh my word, he's been unbelievable. Owen Wall has stuck it in the bottom right hand corner. And when they say the bridge of momentum for Ronnie, O'Loughlin says we'll stop that momentum. Clickers are the first team true to the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Final. It was an excellent, excellent St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Semi Final. What an atmosphere, the sun is shining here. UPMC, Nolan Park, Hidden Taggy Fogarty. These two teams were founded way back as well. We're in for a belter. Yeah, I can't wait for this match. Uh, two teams, you know, top form at, at the minute as well. So, Paddy Deegan scored in the first half. Paddy has it. There's 400 Shamrocks clothed and now, but Paddy, let's fly. Paddy Deegan, has he got the winner? Has he got the winner? Paddy Deegan has stuck it over the bar. He's got it over the bar in O'Loughlin's lead. It's all over. O'Loughlin's have defeated the My Valley Hill and no one will begrudge them. They took this game to Shamrocks at the start. They brought it to them. They had a brilliant start. They've had a brilliant, brilliant finish. Nobody can take anything away from O'Loughlin Gales this afternoon, Taggy. They were absolutely brilliant. To every young person who plays underage for O'Loughlin Gales, we dreamed of being champions at your age. Continue to listen to your coaches, work hard, and these days will continue in the club. Finally, to the O'Loughlin Gales supporters, thank you. We will see you all in the clubhouse tonight. It's time to celebrate. It's been a long seven years. Gaily Loughlin Final whistle goes. Well done, O'Loughlin Gales. Deserving winners on the day. Commiserations to Mount Leinster Rangers. And O'Loughlin Gales will be away to Kakormakalahi in the semi final in Leinster. 2 16 to 13 points. He can wrap it up in Tullamore. Mark Bergen. Game set a match. O'Loughlin's are on the way to Croke Park. And O'Loughlin Gales are the AIB Leinster Senior Hurling Club champions. They have beaten the FINA by 22 points to 118. They are kings of Leinster. The final score, O'Loughlin Gales 22 points, the FINA 118. O'Loughlin Gales are the champions of Leinster for the third time in their history. Out comes Paddy, Higgins, Bonestein, lays it off the floor. Here we are! And have won the match and O'Loughlin's are into the honour of the final. It's heartbreak for Cushendall. They deserve a standing ovation even though they lost the match. But
but you can't take anything full upwards. When the chips were down, they put on another pan of grease and they came to the top here. It's been an absolute cracker. Senior Club Hurling Championship Final. Will All Auckland's follow in the footsteps of Tullerher Rossbergen and Thomastown by adding the All Ireland titles of their Leinster and County Championship victory? Find out on KCLR. Pre match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Pilltown. JerryComfortDrilling.ie Pre match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Pilltown. JerryComfortDrilling.ie How are you now? We're getting ready to go to Crow Park. Well, we're going to go to Crow Park first of all with Aidan Taggy Fogarty. Taggy, great insight there a few moments ago. We heard their journey just there on KCLR. Where does the journey end, in your opinion, for all Aucklands? With an All Ireland victory or without? Yeah, Shane, look, uh, I keep it short as the teams are marching behind the band. So, look, I, um, I, I'm going with Lachlan's. Um, I, I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. I think there's a lot of matchups that will go have to go right for Lachlan's. Paddy Deegan on Conor Cooney being one. Um, and I think um, Mark Bergen will have to play very, very well. But as well as that, I think Owen Wall and Sean Bulger inside in that full forward line they'll have to light it up here today because they will need that extra edge that extra kind of forward momentum uh, to get them over the line I think they'll have to keep it I think it will be a low score in a game and I think it'll be tight coming down the last 5-10 um, minutes and just for that very reason Lachlan's have just won more, more of them tight games coming down they won't fear it they'll have confidence they'll have the likes of Conor Kelly to come off the bench you know they'll have lads to step up you know the, the, the county men um, I think Hugh Law and Mikey Butter these lads are well experienced as well so they, for me I just think Lachlan's are a little bit fresher, a little bit younger. If you look at the Thomas side, albeit they will be favoured and rightly so, six in a row champions in Galway, uh, won eight of the last ten championships. Uh, they have been here before, lost in 2019 against Shamrocks. You know, didn't turn up. And uh, last time they won it was 2013. A lot of that team still involved. But at this time of year and at this championship, have come up short. You know, I've lost against Bursa League, Ballyhale bet them, Ballyhale bet them. You know, they, they flopped last year against Dunlai. I know that they'll be talked about in dressing rooms, but Galway teams, how impressive do they play in Craw Park when it's really get down to the nitty gritty? So I'm just barely giving the nod to a Lachlan's game by a pint or two, but by God it's going to be an arm wrestle, a tussle, and it could be a fine line like a break or, or a last minute free that could win this. So I'm expecting a really tough, hard game. I'm expecting both teams to give a socks a lower score and a fair. Not too many goals. If you look at the back lines on both, Hugh Law and Mikey, but they're not leaking too many goals. Four in this year's county championship and, and Leinster championship as well. So not too many going in, not being leaked. So I give it to a Lachlan's. Maybe it's me Hart as well. A good friend of mine, Brian Hogan, is training them. Uh, I'm a Kilkenny man. Maybe I'll leave it with me Hart's mob. But I am going for a Lachlan's because I do think they're a little bit fresher and they will be a little bit better. Thank you very much, Taggy. We'll chat to you at halftime. Taggy's going with O'Loughlin's. Who do you have? Pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Pilltown. JerryComfortDrilling.ie. Man of the match on KCLR, sponsored by Detail Menswear, Potato Market Carlo, and High Street Kilkenny. Yes, you thought you got away with it. We have another man of the match to give away a 50 euro voucher to, from Detail Menswear who have been proudly sponsoring our journey with Kilkenny and indeed Carlo teams all the way you will have a chance to win all you have to do is guess the man of the match and if yours correctly matches that of Adrian Ronnie Ronan two time Ireland winner you'll go in to the pot 083-306-9696 with your name with your address and that 50 euro voucher could be yours if you guess the correct man of the match. It's going to be some game. 
the anticipation is building and we're getting ready now to go back to Crow Park we'll be going over to Brendan Hennessy and Adrian Ronnie Rowland is the All-Ireland Final O'Loughlin's going up against St Thomas's. KCLR live from Croke Park the AIB All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Championship Final O'Loughlin Gales versus St. Thomas with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise physiotherapy Pilates and physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments Yes, thank you very much, Shane, and thanks to Taggy for his pre-match analysis there of Croke Park. Well, it's not as bad as we thought the weather, but there is a strong wind blowing. We understand there's flights in Dublin Airport cancelled at the moment from landing in Dublin and be diverted, but the stand on the Davon end is sheltering the teams in what's blustery conditions here, ready to go. Adrian Ronan joins me this afternoon. Adrian, do you fancy a Lachlan's as well? I do. I'm a little bit more confident. I hope I'm correct and right. The warm-ups to me, Lachlan seemed more astute. The march on the right side of the band, I'm going for a little bit of, I suppose, sentimentality, but I think, for me, it's a Lachlan's and a little bit more confident Taggy. I know we all know that games can be tight, but for me, I just think they have the speed and the ha- they'll find the space here in Crow Park. Well, they have a free now straight away to win the rusty ball in the middle of the park. Mark Bergen has a step, but just watching the lad striking the ball before the game started out in practice against the wind and with the wind. Paddy Deegan tried a few from long range. He nailed them on the Davin end into the stiff breeze. Here's Mark Bergen, wind assisted. So Lachlan's have the wind in this opening half. No late changes for Lachlan's. He captains them. He's led by example throughout 2023. Now in to 2024. Bergen sends this one down towards Hill 16 and Mark Bergen strikes the first score of the afternoon is that the start of things to come and Ronnie in difficult conditions that was vital he got the opening score yeah difficult conditions anyone used to playing in Crow Park knows that end of the field is a difficult because the wind as we know is very strong down there sheltered up on this side but very strong there's an opportunity now for yeah, Thomas James Regan and he replies straight away he won a ball from the puck out it landed down on the 45 in the Lachlan's half of the park but James Regan in the red helmet the corner forward stuck it in and over the bar no late changes Stephen Murphy in the goal for O'Loughlin's Tony Forrestal Hugh Lawler Mikey Butler in the full back line with David Fogarty Paddy Deegan Jordan Malai in the half back line Jack Nolan partners Keane Loy in the middle of the park Mark Bergen captain Ona Shea Connor Heary half forward line with Owen Wall Luke Hogan and Sean Bulger in that full forward line another little bit of a tussle for possession on the 45 in the St Thomas's half of the park St Thomas is in their traditional red with blue trim on the jerseys get a bit of space in the middle of the park the layoff comes to James Regan scored already beautiful hurler turned off his right under his left but this time he goes off the upright and out to the left hand side and wide for the first wide in this AIB Senior All-Ireland Club Final St Thomas's of Gerald Kelly in goal Keane Manny Finton Burke and David Cherry in their full back line John Head Shane Cooney and Cahill Burke in the half back line Damien Finnerty partners David Burke in the middle of the park and the half forward line Dara Burke at 10 Connor Cooney the captain at 11 Victor Manso at 12 full forward line James Regan Aina Burke and Oshin Flannery well Lachlan's moving down to Hogan stand side it, it's not going to be the prettiest um, Adrian uh, Taggy feels that it could be a low scoring game scrappy enough playing the opening two minutes and 20 seconds because both sets of players struggling to deal with conditions at the moment and a bit of tense uh, and a bit of nerves I take it yeah that's all part of the game in a club final but James Regan uh, for an experienced man had a chance for St Thomas's to have an overlap and I think O'Loughlin's were fortunate that he didn't uh, he didn't decide to give the hand pass because they had an extra man there and that was a let off for, uh, for um, 
for O'Loughlin's but Conor Heary's on enough ball for me at this early stage and here they have an overlap yeah, here's Fogarty an overlap and this man has been dynamite all year David Fogarty David Fogarty fires one from the 45 he's been dynamite his cousin Damien is tuned to us in Australia and I tell you Ronnie there's a few lads talking about this letter power way as well if Derek Ling doesn't include him over the next year too all his family come from Carlow he could yeah. be wearing that year. that's a great score but David always pops up for one brilliant score but made by Conor Heary and I think he's a huge part to play in this game Conor Heary as I said all year he's back here now hunting and um, and has the physicality that's but brilliant a great play great Jordan Malai has done brilliant there wins the free that was brilliant by Malai at left half back for a Lachlan Gales he came out got that ball into his hand he was fouled the referee this afternoon is Sean Stack he hadn't the long journey because Sean is from Dublin his umpires today are James Owens of uh, the linesman I should say James Owens of Wexford he's also the standby referee Thomas Leeson of Dublin is on the other side side on official Niall Maloney from Clare and the umpires big day for them Paddy Power Willie Fallon Sean Dunnigan and Paddy Kiernan all involved here and what's a huge Huge day in the GAA calendar. The football. Wattie Grahams of Glenderry take on St. Bridget's of Roscommon at 3.30 here as Stephen Murphy comes out of his goal. O'Loughlin Gales two points. St. Thomas's of Galway one point. We're in four minutes exactly. Stephen plays one down into the corner. Lachlan's trying to manufacture something here. Went for the high dropping ball. Looked like a foul off the ball there but the referee is allowing play to continue and it's going to be cleared by the full back Finton Burke into the middle of the park but Paddy Deegan runs onto it. If he gets time and space he'll have a go. He tried to rush it off his left hand side. It's dropping in around the house. Breaking ball goes across the face of the goal but the keeper is out for Thomas's Gerald Kelly and he's going for a route one ball down to the middle of the park. Underneath it for uh, O'Loughlin's was Tony Forrestal. Got the hand to it he looks to be playing left half back at the moment even though he's wearing two on his back they're battling well and Fury's in the middle of the field Oh no, Shea gathers the ball lays it into Jack Nolan Jack for O'Loughlin scores on a march inside the 45 lovely run Jack lays it off to Berrigan just didn't go to hand and the referee says play on there was no foul committed and now there's going to be an advantage for Thomas's coming out a fair shoulder comes in there from the Kilkenny man Connor Heary oh yep. oh 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 and Ono Shea has been taken out and Ronnie um, I thought the shoulder was fair enough or was it? Yeah I thought it was a shoulder a fair shoulder or here he met him face on he was turning into him and I didn't think it was just man to man stuff it's not basketball we're playing and um, I think it was a fair fair shoulder but again Ono Shea got uh, involved and uh, to help uh, Owen Heary and he got struck with the helmet I thought the referee was very slow when he blew the whistle he should have kind of made some uh, attempt to split the players but a fair shoulder for me but watch this he's going to get a yellow card for sure yeah I think he's calling in Connor Heary yeah, calling Connor. it's nothing more than yellow taggy what's your view on it yeah no I, I thought it was a fair shoulder I thought he turned into him and Connor was just right there and to the shoulder to shoulder uh, as far as I could see yeah he, it looked, looked worse than it was, I felt, but it was a, it was a fair hit. Connor now, Heary's here's the moment. interesting one. connor has got a yellow, but the St. Thomas's midfielder, David Burke, if he's down for a strike here, he could be in trouble here in the retaliation. It's yeah. only a yellow as yeah, well, yeah. so I think it would have been cruel to put a red card ah, up no, there not, at this early in stage. No, not in an, an early, so, oh. so early in the game. But a shout-out uh, to Richie Cairns, who's in uh, hospital, a great O'Loughlin's man. He's listening in St. Luke's Hospital, a great, great O'Loughlin's man, and, uh, and, of course, a businessman in Kilkenny. So shout-out to Richie Cairns. He's tuned you, in from... You you always had a great graph for the Cairns when we done matches and the boys were playing you said nothing they'll get inside there Ronnie well, whatever about having a graph from I have still got the marks from them <laughs> speedy <laughs> recovery <laughs> speedy recovery two points to Lachlan Gales one point St Thomas is six minutes gone here in Croke Park and it's a uh, Another throw ball from referee Sean Stack. In it goes. Breaking ball. Goes to O'Loughlin's. They'll try and work it through the middle of the park. Connor Heary runs onto it. Heary across between the 265s. He just had his put the boot to it on that occasion. But the breaking ball favours the St. Thomas's men. And David Burke goes from distance. Five Burks uh, on this St. Thomas's team. 
Finton is at full back Call is at left half back David in the middle of the park Dara at number 10 and Aina at full forward and there's another one or two Bernard is in the subs as well a hard working player also as the long ball comes downfield for all Auckland's leading two points to one man on the ball is Luke Hogan fine player centres a great ball into O'Shea on the tw- 20 metre line great block down by Keane Manny the cornerback but back out it comes and that's gone brilliant Umpire, save what a brilliant save no, by the save could be, I think it could be a goal. goal I think it could be a goal have we Hawkeye does Hawkeye cover the net though this will be interesting. Keep an eye on that. The Lockwell's players reckon here. the ball was over the line. It was a brilliant save, first of all. Yeah, play is continuing, so it doesn't look like anything is going to be given there. Out to the middle of the park it comes. Two points on Lockland's One point St. Thomas's. Even Stephen as such in a matter of play, but that's a poor ball for Thomas's, And it's a poor bit of defence from Lockland's. It's just a mistake and it's a chance for them to level it, but a poor first touch for Aineberg. Puts him on the back foot. His second touch, though. Key recovered very, very well. And the man at full forward for St. Thomas's makes it two points of pace but Ronnie that was a talking point oh, Lachlan's felt it was in will we see the replay here it is well, you might see it on the big screen no they're just showing the point anything controversial Ronnie they won't show it no, into no. the 8th minute 2 points apiece this commentary brought to you thanks to Treason against Kilkenny physiotherapy there clinic there it is on the TV now was it over the line no they're still they're still arguing it there'll be no more about there's a helmet in, yeah, in helmet. Connor here he's involved in the helmet yeah he has to get that replaced here Connor. it is oh, we missed it again on the table Taggy, was that over the line? I couldn't see it now, lads, to be honest. Um, okay. Spec servers for Taggy in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Here it is again it is on, now. We'll on the big screen. In it goes. It's a good save. He's over the line with that ball. It looks like he's, he's over the well line. He's well over the line with the ball. Well, we can't see, but unless he has a real long hand. <laughs> it's not Dan Donnelly is in the goal. Oh, it's a goal. Yeah. It's a goal. It's, it's a goal. It's a goal. Yeah, it's a it goal. Like a goal. Yeah. He has a held between his legs or something, but it's over yeah, the line. Yeah, but he went well over the line. Yeah, it wasn't. Be- Unless it he has a long hand that he does. It's a goal, lads. Yeah, it wasn't given though. Still two points apiece. Look, look, look where the umpire is. Be behind the goal. Oh, it's over the line. See, he brings his hand well over it. Well over the line. That's a mistake out of the umpires and a mistake out of the referee. And that should have been a goal. Most certainly, it should have been a goal. And there we are. And you mentioned Hawkeye. I didn't think it'd come back for that, Ronnie. It's only for anything up high. Yeah. Well, Two sure. points apiece. What's piece. the point having Hawkeye then? No points. We got the camera to having Wimbledon. It'd be the white one here. The other Hawkeye. Here comes St. Thomas's. David Burke. They haven't led yet, but they're level at two points apiece here. O'Loughlin's with two scores from David Fogarty. Mark Bergen with a free from the first one. Ball breaks in the middle of the park. Damien Finnerty. Nice hand passes from St. Thomas's. David Burke sends it in across the full forward line. There's a bit of holding off the ball here, but the man who wins possession is David Fogarty. He knocks it back to Stephen Murphy in the goal for O'Loughlin. Stephen with a ball to Paddy Deegan. It was hit at pace. And Paddy has bundles of experience playing here with Kilkenny. He's here with O'Loughlin Gales. He's club today. Two surviving members from 2011. Are oh, the wow, goalkeeper yeah. Stephen Murphy and Mark Bergen the captain? And now there's a free because there was a clash down there, and I think it was Owen Wall ran into the number two, Kean Mahoney, and it's going to be a free out for St Thomas's. Was that a bit harsh, Ronnie? Really? Uh, well, I think in the context of the game, it was a push in the back week, but still going back to the goal, Owen Wall will be disappointed. He probably took out his frustration there uh, on the corner backward, uh, not in only a push in the back, but that's a disappointment for Brian Hogan. You know, decisions like that, they shouldn't be happening in an All Ireland final when no. we have cameras and we have all these excellent, excellent um, camera work, and here we are um, and a decision and a blatant goal and that umpire I'd say he better have a car ready for him to get out of here <laughs> come on Ron two points apiece is it three points to two? Oh, Hugh Lawler just knocks it away from the goal line the piece is going to be picked up by Jack Nolan hard rocking midfielder bit of ground hurling from Jack but the danger not averted Thomases are going to reply it's gone in and over the bar from David Burke in the middle of the field 
it's gone in and over the bar David Burke makes it three points to two and that is the story lots of texts coming in Roddy everyone our own Willie Quinlan football analyst Willie's answered a definite goal three points to two hasn't been given water under the bridge now 11th minute in Croke Park opening half of the AIB Senior Hurling Club final the pinnacle of these club players here there's Paddy Deegan loves a big one off his left hand side Paddy down towards Hill 16 it's a monster it's a monster and if Dublin Airport is closed I'd say that ball has gone so far it could be landing on the main runway he absolutely nailed it Paddy Deegan three points apiece crack and score Paddy ah brilliant brilliant score I thought it was way ambitious to go for but a brilliant brilliant score and a great lift for O'Loughlin's after that uh, incident they're starting to settle in a little bit Here's the clearance for O'Loughlin Gales down to the full forward line. Broke there by Sean Bulger, another hard working player. He's having a good old duel there with the corner back. David Sherry, Sherry in the red helmet, but a bit of ground hurling again from Owen O'Shea, knocking it back out towards Sean Bulger. Bulger tried to get it away. Mark Bergen lights on it now. Loads of experience. Mark turning on the 65. Let's fly. He was under pressure, and if that's there, that's what he brings to the game, Ronnie. And he's been doing that right throughout 23, and now in 24. That's a cracking score from Mark Bergen. Yeah, sign of a leader, and of course, a man of experience brilliant brilliant score and they're two huge uplifting inspirational scores from Deegan and Berrigan and again your leaders when you want them most after that decision now the goal decision we can forget about it conditions are not at all that bad here in Dublin I believe uh, bad elsewhere at the moment but for the hurling we just might get away with the worst of the yellow and red weather warnings as St Thomas's win it back it's four points to Auckland Gales three points to St Thomas's. 12 minutes gone here in Croke Park as David Burke carries it for the Galway champions knocks it back to James Regan got the first one here in Park and Croking this afternoon. He gets the fourth one for St. Thomas's here in Park and Croking. Of course, there were winners of this competition back in 20. 20- uh, 2013 and of course O'Loughlin Gales were unfortunate in 2011 they lost out in an All-Ireland final and that's why they have a bit of pain Thomas is also pain Taggy spoke about that earlier on he'll do half-time analysis as well with us here as that ball comes out off of the cornerback Keane Mahoney of St. Thomas as it's a line ball to O'Loughlin Gales between the 45 and the 65 Cusick stand side they're playing in towards the Hill Here's 16 Mikey Butler going off on a run Mikey is <laughs> up to the middle of the park he's gone the rambling won't get him there's two men following on James Regan followed him and so did Aineburg but the line ball is not coming into his department here it is for all Auckland's it's well executed beautiful ball underneath it is Ono O'Shea he breaks it but it tidied up by Carl Burke he got by oh it's knocked off his stick oh, it has to be a free the Kilkenny man Luke Hogan looked like he was pulled down there he didn't get anything and Thomas's are struggling in defence at the moment the hard working Keane Loy tries to keep Thomas's at bay but now it's over to the lively Damien Finnerty stylish little player this fella out to the 45 for Thomas's of Galway downfield that didn't stick his target was Oshin Flannery ball breaks outside the 45 Paddy Deegan has it Deegan breaks one tackle breaks the second throws it onto the stick through the 65 in his own half of the park knocks it over to Jordan Malai Malai's blocked down but he gets a second bite of the cherry he's on sprinting downfield inside the 45 Good block down and good chase by Carl Burke. Knocks it off his stick and the Thomases are trying to clear it. Referee said there was an illegal challenge there. It's going to be a free of the Thomases and now, there could be another card here. Yeah, there's, a, there's a bit of messing going on because the St. Thomas's man from me struck um, uh, Jordan Malloy and then he looked for a reaction and he fell down rather easily. And that's disappointing and it's disappointing for me because it's David Burke who's an experienced player and does it too much. Yeah, Jordan Malloy is trying to explain that he got the, the shot in the face, shot first. Um, and that's disappointing that that messing is going on. Um, but look, at this stage, O'Loughlin's, they're finding the space. They seem to have the pace, Brendan. They seem to have the pace. 
Uh, but they need to get the scores now. There's a short free going to be going execution so, here. Gerald Kelly. Well read by Heary. Heary's done no really one on the goal. No one on the goal. Plays it into the middle of the park. Who's there but Jordan Malai? Turns his marker. Going to have a go here. Has he got the pace to get it over? Jordan Malai. Yeah. He's got it. He's got it. That's three of the half-back line. Fogarty, Deegan and Malai all on the score sheet from play. Yeah. But we have, we have a hurricane as well, Ronnie. Yeah, they're doing it all year. But that's what that's the trademark. And if, uh, Thomas should have known that. The one thing that not let this half-back line score. But it's a serious trait and part of the O'Loughlin's uh, structure that's three from their half back line brilliant brilliant scores here comes St. Thomas is breaking forward Victor Mansell their number 12 from outside the 45 wide. does he reply it's a wide ball the wides have been scarce that's their second have O'Loughlin's got a wide no no, no wides wide. as of yet um, 15 minutes gone our sponsor of today's coverage is brought to you with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise physiotherapy Pilates and physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments we might go to Pilates this week Ronnie nah, yeah? I think we'll need it five points to Lachlan Gales four points to St Thomas's. 15 minutes gone here midway through the first oh danger here Hugh Lawler slipped and the man in possession is Oshin Flannery Flannery drives forward nah. good play from Hugh Lawler that's experience at its best one of the best in the business his poster is in the Kilkenny yearbook this year all the boys and girls have it souvenir he'll sign many of them I'd say he's not worried about that at the moment he wants to win an AIB club title great take by Keane Mahoney under the Cusick stand Thomas has come back the block down came from the hard working David Fogarty he was watching to see where the ball went and brave play by Mikey Butler but the break goes to Oshin <laughs> Flannery and another great duel as uh, Hugh Lawler comes out oh the referee's given a free here knocks it back advantage coming Aina Brook tried to knock it in but the free has come from outside to D Hugh Lawler done well twice there and I think O'Loughlin's were kind of unfortunate to concede the free there Ronnie yeah I suppose Oshin Flannery threw the shot straw this week and then St Thomas's he was the one uh, to mark uh, Hugh Lawler and Hugh Lawler made mistakes and slipped uh, uh, in both cases and got back and blocked down brilliantly best full back in the country by a mile he certainly is here comes the free should be easy pickings for the captain of St Thomas's Connor Cooney great hurling family in Galway also He's looking down, of course, they're led here today, Kenneth Burke. His dad was the manager of the team back here when they won in 2013. I don't know whether any other family have uh, done that, but uh, if he can win this today, his father was the manager the last time, Cahal Daly, Brendan, Unake and Robbie Lane are his backroom team. Of course, Brian Hogan, the banished door, Nigel Skeen, Alan O'Brien and Alan Gagan. Great. O'Loughlin Gales been all involved here back in 2011 and that lost to Clarenbridge, but here come the O'Loughlin's down forward to come. Sean Boulder, he has it. He turns. He has it. He turns... And there's a Thomas's man gone down, David Sherry. He was unfortunate, but that was Sean Bulger finished that, and sure. that's a good score. That's O'Loughlin Gales with 17 minutes on the clock, six points to five here in Park and Crokey. What do you think now, Ron? Well, Sean Bulger was very lucky that the corner back went down, and I don't know is that a, a calf or a hamstring injury, but he went down unfortunately for uh, um, Sherry. Um, but uh, Shawnee Bulger took the opportunity and again look when you look at the O'Loughlin's team and the scores in the first 17 minutes look where would they be without this half back line they've three points scored already one two forwards have only scored from play and again if Thomas's are to win this All-Ireland they have to break this half back line and up to now they haven't done that they've got the best I suppose inside with James Regan getting two points from play but they still haven't they got the best or the better of this uh, O'Loughlin's half-back line. And uh, Taggy, when we have this man injured, he's uh, in a bit of pain down there, David Sherry. I wish him well because it's the last thing you want to see in an All-Ireland final. It's a big day for his family, the club, of course, and the effort he's put in to get here. But it doesn't look good at the moment. It looks like he's pulled a hamstring, as Ronnie said. We will be held up here. Bit of momentum for O'Loughlin's. They're leading six points to five. But looking at the flags on the yeah. Hill 16 end, and the Kilkenny flag, ironically, blew away before the match, and they're struggling, and the masts are bending. Now, they're a little bit higher than pitch level. But 
how much of a lead, Taggy, do you think O'Loughlin's would want at half-time with that win? And I know they're probably hurling a little bit better at the moment. Yeah, no, they, they will want the league going in. Like, to be no harm to be going in four or five points up, but I think this, this kind of a game... Would four or five I, be enough? I think so, yeah, because even looking down the jersey, it's swirling down with the, yeah. the jersey. It's more swirling on, on, on the actual ground, Brendan, but up high, obviously, it's going straight down the pitch. Yeah. So I think it's more of a swirling win, and even the flags are changing direction down the pitch as well. So it's, it's not just one directional for, for the first for the whole lot 30 minutes, but a lot of I think, are actually looking, the fresher looking team. And the one big thing for them is their half back line is dominating, and I haven't seen the likes of the Coonies um, uh, on the ball so far. Yeah. So it's all going well for them. Yeah. It's certainly going well. And Ronnie, 19 minutes gone, of course. Uh, when we have to stop it we'll throw in a few things there as well we have to detail menswear man of the match so there's a 50 euro voucher for detail menswear to be won today for our listeners we're looking for your man of the match and if your choice matches that of Adrian Ronan's choice then the voucher could be yours and to do that you've got to text the man of the match during the game by texting 083 306 9696 and we'll pick a winner back in studio this evening and that's with all thanks to detail menswear Pareda Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny the official man of the match sponsors on KSLR and good afternoon to all the lads in detail and put out on market and on high street the good thing for the player that you picked today Ronnie but do you pick a fella that you know fairly well he wins today's man of the match <laughs> will receive a 200 euro detail menswear voucher not a bad prize yeah well I know a lot of the Lachlan's guys so <laughs> you might um, get a pair of shoes out yeah I might get a, a pair of shoes out but look uh, maybe Stephen Murphy could do it or he out but I'm not going sure he's going to be busy at this stage but look at this stage again you know you go through the team and you go through a Lachlan's I mentioned it in the beginning um Brendan the warm up look at the leaders Paddy's talking to the boys it just seems to be that our oh, Lachlan's are more up for it now of course we're being, we're biased of course but this is a big uh, um, um, I suppose for Ten Thomas's in particular they'll be worried now because Keane Manny is a regular there the last five or six years yeah, he's gone um, too, the poor and chap. he's gone it's yeah. more than a hamstring unfortunately for the chap I'd say it could even be a cruciate but look we're no doctors up here well I don't think I am whatever about Taggy I'm no doctor but well I was going to be one but I hadn't got the patience but anyway it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, he's going yeah he's going and I don't need to introduce the substitute yet Michael D Higgins is here Uteron Heron and Uteron Tumon Luke Lasquale Larry McCarthy they're all here today the R10 band are here as well and ironically with that injury going on a Lachlan's play or have a few extra slitters on the field and they're all just moving around it's not really cold Ronnie but it's very blustery 6 points to Lachlan's 5 points to St Thomas's. 20 minutes on the clock uh, 19 actually because the clock is still running on the stadium floodlights are on now as well mm. and we still have that injured party now this O'Loughlin's probably had a little bit of momentum this doesn't help but in fairness to the chap that's injured it's a genuine injury yeah no it's a serious it's a, it's, it's a sad day for him as well yeah it's a sad day club all earned final to be get, to be injured and miss out because I said he's a it looks like a cruciate because it's a, he's holding his knee unfortunate for Keane Man. he's there a long time but again as we said um yeah, look, he's at least is it, he's is on. it 18 that come in? 19, 19 come in, is think. on. It's, it's so 19 Ev- is Evan, Evan Duggan. Duggan. Yeah, Evan Duggan is on. I've seen Evan playing underage, I do believe, for Galway. So we've had a Galway University had a nice win in Carlow during the week two to beat East SETU in the first round of the Fitzgibbon. But this is St Thomas's and O'Loughlin Gales. St Thomas's of Galway, O'Loughlin Gales, Kenny, back up and running. Six points O'Loughlin's, five points to St Thomas's. Ball breaks in the half-back line. It's won by Thomas's. Are we on six points apiece? No. That's a wide for St. Thomas's. It's their third wide in the first half. It's gone right and wide on the Davin. And four wides in total. Uh, four wides in total. You're better at the wides than Mickey Welch, Ronnie. Ah, we're coming on, yep. Uh, tw- <laughs> so we're gone over 20 minutes younger, here. of course. 
can see him. <laughs> Stephen Murphy, Michael reckons he was at vital to O'Loughlin's cause. Great goalkeeper, he's puck out right down on top of the 45. There's a bit of wrestling there, and the referees allow him to continue to call it a bit of a shamozzle or a bit of grouping up. But here's the new man, his first touch for Evan Duggan, and there's a little bit of a chop down there from O'Loughlin Gales. It's a free out to St. Thomas's. Six points, O'Loughlin Gales, five points to St. Thomas's, nah. and the free goes down the Cusick stand site. Mikey Butler, he's around too long, even though he's only a chap to win that one. Young, former young hurler of the year big ball down towards Mark Bergen but the ball just broke fairly off the centre back Shane Cooney he's a big man he's got a great presence on the field but his ball downfield is not the best he sends it to another big man Hugh Lawler he really does the things in a simple way he just rolls the stick over the ball out to Paddy Deegan and the two Kilkenny players full back and centre back Deegan sprints downfield like Linford Christie sends it across the hand pass and Paddy was poor quality and a bit of work will have to be done by Tony Forrestal bit of ground hurling from Forrestal got it away David Fogarty dainty flick from Fogarty back to Paddy Deegan steps outside one man couldn't get outside the other gets a bit of support play Lachlan's drive it down the support play came again from Fogarty down into the corner it goes now what can they do here Hogan sends it across the 45 metre line finding a man in space beautiful turn that's Jordan Malai where did he come from he came from wing half back and he sticks over his second point in the first half that was a beautiful move Ronnie yeah but again it's this half back line David Fogarty started it gave it to Paddy Deegan and Jordan Malai but Jordan played in the forwards at underage level but this half back line again they've been excellent all year and they've continued continued to be excellent and before the Deegan and Malai brilliant brilliant score certainly so brilliant brilliant score everyone has texted me about that goal Ronnie everyone said it was a goal it'll be a huge talking point at half time don't forget our half time analysis coming up here with Aidan Taggy Fogarty 23 just 24 minutes on the clock here we'll have a bit of added time here as O'Loughlin's come forward Owen Wall he's a bullet he loves a bit of space onto his right well, that's a good block down but it's uh, thought it was going out for a 65 but it falls back to the full back and that's Finton Burke Finton Burke sends it downfield but David Fogarty is underneath it David gathers switches it into the middle of the park Connor here he does a bit of height in it but he's a big man Paddy Deegan switches from his left onto his right good quality player has he finished it that's the difference when you play football if you can kick with the left and the right you're top class this lad can hurl off the left and off the right and in total that's five points from this O'Loughlin Gales half back line another cracking score from Paddy Deegan yeah and again another big decision out of Brian Hogan when he got the O'Loughlin's job he moved Paddy back out of the forwards for O'Loughlin's and that's been the foundations that foundations of that half back line Huey Lawner and Mikey Butler if your foundations are right well then the rest can happen and their foundations are excellent Five points under half back line. What a what a half back line. The storm is creeping into Dublin now. That's it. Hugh Lawler just lost his footing at the vital time. Then he held a man. He yeah. had no other option, I suppose. Going to book the, him. The rain falls heavily now. It's eight points to five. It's a three-point lead for Lachlan Gales. Twenty-five minutes on the stadium clock. Hugh Lawler could be about to receive a yellow card. It was a little bit of a pullback, but he was unfortunate, Ronnie. He did. I'm not making excuses for his foul. It was a definite foul. Yeah. It's a yellow card, but he was unfortunate because he slipped. Yeah, again, and that's the the second or third time he slipped. So I wonder his footwear correct and right because it is raining as we said we don't it's not heavy rain but it is swirling rain as we can see from the stands and uh, that's three times that Huey Lawler has slipped so a little bit of concern maybe could do a change of footwear possibly uh, you never know Ronnie tall tall fellas can happen to little lads like me and you never fall we the great centre of gravity there's the <laughs> shot coming in from Connor Cooney it's his first of the afternoon and uh, Taggy said earlier on O'Loughlin's don't give away too many frees it's uh, Two would have given away, I think, and it's uh, that should be a two-point game. Is it 8-6? Uh, Connor Cooney, see second free, yeah. He's second free. Uh, eight points to five here in 
Park and Crokey into the 26th minute with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic battle for possession on the far side the man in possession is James Regan scored two already lays it off Toshin Flannery his ball has been blocked down it was a nice piece of play by O'Loughlin Gales and blocking that down but the danger still not averted but the three men goal side of Conor Cooney who was looking to get along the end line Paddy Deegan has won and Deegan wins that battle is he going to play it back to Murphy in the goal he played it to Hugh Lawler control play by Hugh Lawler right over to the far side that's Keane Lyon possession now for O'Loughlin Gales he drives it 40-50 metres into the driving rain down towards the corner forward position but coming across the window was the corner back of St Thomas's, and they'll try and manufacture something here Damien Finnerty drives it downfield bit of ground hurling from O'Loughlin's again just didn't clear the deficit but it was probably the right thing to do man coming forward is Victor Manso Manso nice stick man throws it onto the boss of the stick goal side of him all the time and that's brilliant defending from O'Loughlin Gales and great work from Jordan Malai he's playing one hell of a first half Hugh Lawler has it now his distribution is brilliant to four the man with 400 cousins in Clonmore County Carlow drives it downfield inside the 45 down towards the corner the man playing full forward Luke Hogan Luke Hogan difficult angle oh, oh that yes. is the score of the game from Luke Hogan one metre in from the sideline Cusick stands side hurricane rain falling difficult angle he absolutely nailed it Ronnie but his check back was beautiful he turned back the full back tried to get goal side of Fintenbrook but Hogan absolutely nailed it yeah the game the, the weather is deteriorating the scoreboard is wrong in Crow Park I think it's so nine, yeah. now it's 9 they've got it right it's 9-6 right it's 9-6 but it was wrong but O'Loughlin's starting to settle in the worse the storm is the better O'Loughlin's it are getting could be 10-6 Mark Bergen no, no. that is their first wide and it's coming to 28 minute on the stadium clock Mark Bergen but he gave it a go 9 points to 6 there's an under injured man on the St Thomas's team Damien Finnerty is injured in the middle of the park Ronnie with the time on the clock with 27 not far from half time now sum it up for our listeners well again O'Loughlin's as we said that goal has only drove them on I think the goal opportunity that there was was a goal and wasn't given and I think since then O'Loughlin's have drove themselves on it was a clearly a goal everyone in the stadium bar that umpire with that hat as I said I hope he has a car ready for him if O'Loughlin's <laughs> get caught Willie Quinlan says he was in the wrong position now I know it's a difficult job but the referee didn't pay much attention to it did he you well, know if you did it in an under 12 match and you were an umpire you get, you'd be lynched but I, I, it's no excuse I don't believe there's any excuse for, for a, a situation man. like it's that a situation, an all Ireland final. final and a blatant goal so look but I think it's only after driving on O'Loughlin's I think they've knuckled down and they've played brilliantly and particularly as I said the foundations that full back line Lawler but the half back line in particular here's Dara Burke he floats one in is that not there sure. Hawkeye. not sure Hawkeye uh, this time comes. we're going upstairs this time so this is interesting yeah. now for me I think that could have been left to the post some of the spectators are starting to move this storm is starting to take yeah. over here Ronnie 29 minutes on the clock a lot uh, of people delighted with their premium ticket now because there's lack of atmosphere because there's an awful lot of people after availing of the premium ticket to stay out of the weather because it is if you're in the stand today it's, it's not a, a, a nice afternoon you can see the people over in the Cusick yeah wide yep. ball wide ball I thought so it's a wide ball I have that five am I correct on the five wide Johnny I'm getting good I'm getting good talking point in the first half David Sherry picked up an injury at corner back for St Thomas he's replaced by Evan Duggan other than that the other big talking point is a Lachlan Scott was a certain goal but it wasn't given and play continued out the field the goalkeeper was over the line he carried the ball over the line and I was in. this man is having a great first half also David Fogarty is his name oh a beautiful first touch then it just got away but he sprints forward puts a bit of pressure on the St Thomas' defence they're hunting in packs all Auckland's they're hunting in packs outcome 
St. Thomas's moving it down to the middle of the park James Regan who scored two was right down in the middle against the wind that's gone in field but Stephen Murphy comes out gets it on the boss of the stick he's watched his puck out now he's going to land it right down on top of a white jersey the additional time Seven minutes additional time for that prolonged injury to the cornerback David Sherry. So seven minutes of additional time here in Croke Park as the fullback Finton Burke comes out with the ball. Fine player Finton cross towards Oshin Flannery. They're bringing players back. They're playing a little deep. St Thomas's back there also is Connor Cooney. They're trying to work it through the middle of the park. They're getting no space from O'Loughlin's who are playing. Good hurling at the moment. They're battling hard. Keen Mahoney wins it meantime. Knocks it back over towards Evan Duggan. Duggan down to Cusickstand. Closed down again by two Kilkenny players. One was Jordan Malay. The other was Owen Wall. Wall sends it inside the 45. But the referee said it was a pull inside. He's going to give the free out. Well, Lachlan's are not happy with that. But Ronnie, they're working so hard without the ball. It's unbelievable. Yeah, stuff. no, they're hunting brilliantly all over the field. And if you notice, just St. Thomas's are coming back down into their own half-back lane. Trying to win the ball. Playing a bit of ping-pong across the field to each other. And leaving no one inside. And I think Thomas's are on the retreat and don't seem to have an answer if O'Loughlin can drive it on now here just before half time conditions are brutal but O'Loughlin certainly are the better team and certainly have seemed to have all the options and I suppose all the answers at this stage well here's the long puck out from the goalkeeper of St Thomas's Gerald Kelly it's massive into the teeth of the wind it breaks into the half back line across there goes Tony Forrestal fine big player playing at right corner back for O'Loughlin's Tony drives it down into what we call no man's land racing onto it is Mark Bergen Mark Bergen tried to get a reach at it but it will be tidied up by Shane Cooney Cooney with the short ball across to Evan Duggan St Thomas is turning Duggan is caught in possession gets out of trouble with a hand pass plays it back to his support player on his right shoulder down under the Hogan stand it played Oshin Flannery Flannery from the 65 floats it in ball is into the D well gathered by David Burke who's moved forward turns on a sixpence sends it in and Burke sticks it over the bar second one for David Burke second one for David Burke it's nine points all Auckland Gales we've seven minutes of added time we've seven points in the board for St Thomas's 16 points in total in the game O'Loughlin Gales lead by two 31 minutes and 49 seconds on the clock but we still have about six minutes of added time to go right yeah but they've made a change David Burke has gone wing forward and Fogarty uh, St Thomas's have made a few changes and Connor Cooley has come out to centre forward centre field so their team that they started they've made changes they've getting no change out of Paddy Deegan so they've made a few changes and it seems to have worked they need to get Cooney into the game and David Burke will these changes work here come Finnerty sent it downfield Damien it's a great ball from Malai down to Mark Bergen strikes it just goes out on the right hand side oh look at this your man drove him out in over the over the drove Luke Hogan into the back of the goal with a push Luke Hogan's gone missing it's not Luke Hogan it's actually Jordan Malai or not Jordan Malai Owen Wall he's in behind the advertising he's he's behind the advertising now, he must be in a bit of bother, the chap. We can't see it. He's well, I saw him. He got put. Watched him. It's a Shawnee Bulger. A Shawnee Bulger. It's Shawnee Bulger. He's getting. He's up. He's up. He's up. He's not he, up yet. Oh, is he not? Sorry. No, he's not. That's Luke Hogan coming back out. That's that's a sore one, Ronnie. That's yeah. But again, this umpire again, and this uh, the, the referee. But the referee can't. Again. You can't continue to play. No, he's he can't be- continue to play. That's totally unfair. He cannot do that. Well, we mentioned he's, the referee. He's coming back in now. I'd be more concerned with the, the umpire below. He'd definitely well, have to have a car run from lads. How can you start a game with a player jumped out over the line like that? Drove out. He pushed him right on over the hoarding. Free out now. Now, if I was the Lachlan's, I'd just take it handy now to Sean Bulger's down. And 
I'll tell you, someone could suffer for that. I didn't see a broken hurl in a match in a long time, but I say, Sean, you bulger break one before this is over. No, I think it's only driving O'Loughlin's on. It's driving us mad, so don't drive O'Loughlin's mad. <laughs> It's easy to drive your mad wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 33 minutes and 35 seconds. Seven minutes. Here's a chance. A seven uh, points. St. Thomas is nine to all Auckland's. Is it ten all Auckland's? That's yeah. floated in from underneath. Look, the umpire don't know, lads. Look, look. This umpire, lads. He's going upstairs. I'd say he was playing rings in the pound last night because there's something wrong with him. <laughs> huh? Don't forget your detail, menswear. Man of the match this evening. Gone to Hawkeye. Gone to Hawkeye on and the end. This, this, will, this will be double figures but, if they can. But it's the same umpire has been involved in the same three uh, incidents. That wide or point. I think it's a tall. It's a tall no, it's, no, it's a kneel. So a we kneel. had a kneel on either end. Yeah. We had a kneel on either end of the the ground here. 34 minutes and 19 gone. Seven minutes of added time we have. Broken away there by Keen Lai. Middle of the park, downfield towards the lively own wall. Plenty of speed in this for Egan Spoon style. In over the 45 walls, there's going down towards the 13. Just let it fall and hit the ground, but it benefited really. Centre of the great ball. There's a chance. Mikey Butler, look where Mikey is. He's nearly on Hill 16, and now he strikes a slitter. That's definitely on Hill 16 and gone between the posts. Mikey Butler is on the score sheet. Five points from the half back line, one from the full back line, two from Mark Bergen, two from the full forward line, Luke Hogan and Sean Bulger. Ten points all Auckland's, seven point St Thomas's we have five of the seven minutes of at a time played here in the spills Lovely. of rain gathered by Sean Bulger Sean Bulger back to Conor Heary Conor Heary floats it down into the corner Luke Hogan has to race for this one Hogan tried to turn inside Fintonbrook but Fintonbrook stood tall his boots are luminous at the moment if he had a high-vis vest it wouldn't be as effective as the boots we can see him from a mile away but the poor distribution by Thomas's yeah. now the weather is starting to cause problems Ronnie it because is. that doesn't normally happen at this level no no the conditions are horrendous but again it's not as if St Thomas Thomas has hadn't their homework done on the Lachlan's. I know it's easier said than done, but they knew that the strength of the Lachlan's team was in defence. That's maybe where their attack, we often mention about Conor Forrest, the first line of defence is your attack. But in the Lachlan's case, your first line of attack is your defence. It's very unusual. And Mikey Butler popping up six points from your backs. Ten, uh, summary turn. 10 points to 7 36 minutes just about on the clock don't forget our half time analysis coming up with Aidan Taggy Fogarty here kindly sponsored by Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited so Aggie will be on as soon as we come back from the half time break here it is Croke Park AIB Club Final brought to you with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise Physiotherapy Pilates and Physio led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments and thanks very much to Theresa for her kind sponsorship here's the puck out for and the free for Gerald Kelly the St Thomas's keeper downfield he sends it Conor Cooney gathers it can they get a score before half time shortens the grip on the stick and Conor Cooney sends in his first one from play he's got two from freeze one from play now Ronnie this is the question I asked Taggy earlier what would you want to be leading with I know it's kind of hypothetical but the conditions are absolutely deplorable well Lachlan's had the wind in that first half 10 points to 8 it's only a 2 point lead 30 seconds of added time remaining yeah no it's only a 2 point lead as good as Lachlan's are most of their score as we know are coming from their back so it is a concern because they're not getting the change out of the forwards and I think Thomas's haven't taken off yet so look at this while we're shouting for O'Loughlin's I would be concerned 10-8 not getting enough out of your forwards but look where's the threat going to come from um, from St Thomas's there's no one inside they're the 45 scrappy, well there's no one inside the no. 45 they don't look like they're going to get a goal chance now They've invited the half-back line up. They need to change their tactics. So I think Kenneth Burks and, and, uh, and the 
Thomas's management need to have a serious oh, they need to take a lot to take a line ball as well <laughs> <laughs> he missed it but in fairness the majority of fellas can miss them they still have possession moving it through the middle of the park here comes the wing half back Cahill Burke for St Thomas's. here's overlap. a lovely break an overlap from David Burke cutting through to the 65 onto the boss of the stick drives it forward David Burke it's a are we going upstairs no it's a wide oh, yeah. ball Ronnie as wides go that's, Six. that's bad yeah Six wides. Now there's Mikey no. Butler's down the ground off the ball in a Burke but Mikey has been going up and down the field. There's Miley on well, to look after. The full forward I'd say Burke. Ana Burke just stopped him in his tracks. He could be in bother here. And I just had a, Well the I, linesman's going to have a say in this. Paddy Deegan is coming across to Ana Burke as well. The linesman is telling him not to get involved here. He's entitled to stand up for his man. Yeah. And a little bit of old narky stuff going on off the ball there. Sean Stack. Now Ronnie, he didn't do anything about what happened at the goal and yeah. I know Taggy's here in analysis at half-time and you're in analysis for the commentary. Willie does the football and he played here in club finals with Airog in the football back in the time when you were playing with Greg Ballycallan. By the way, Ronnie scored 1-9 in one of these finals and unfortunately they were beaten at Greg Ballycallan. But Willie is of the opinion that the full-back should have been sent off for what he'd done to Sean Bulger. Yeah, I'm getting texts in certainly about the different things that are going on in the game. It is a, There has been a lot of controversy in, in the opening um, 30 minutes and I think O'Loughlin's have uh, lost out in these decisions. Um, I'd be disappointed. We don't like, as we said, running down referees. They all have a decision. But I'd be very disappointed if I was an O'Loughlin supporter and that's putting it mildly, as I said, because the three decisions have gone against them. There's a the yellow card, rightly so for Mikey Butler. Uh, uh, incident. For the, yeah, sho- in a bucket that we thought that. Half-time, is Half-time, no, he blows yeah. the half-time whistle. Ten points O'Loughlin's. Eight points of St Thomas's wasn't the prettiest. They're all heading for the tunnel and uh, they're on the far side in the Cusick stand side. That's the story at the moment. Don't forget your detailed menswear man of the match. Early days yet to try and pick one. But don't forget, if you have a, a player from O'Loughlin's that you feel is doing well, text us on 083 306 9696 and uh, you could be having a chance of winning a 50 euro voucher for detailed menswear. Potato Market Carlo or High Street Kilkenny. Ronnie, before we go back to the studio, that's the score. But the rain that's falling now in Croke Park is is unbelievable but this was forecast by all the weather forecasters and by our very own Alan O'Reilly it's horrific out there at the moment they're heading to the tunnels uh, the kids are coming out to play at half time which is not a pleasant day to play in Croke Park as an under 10 but uh, sum up that first half yeah look it's a brilliant uh, display by O'Loughlin's for a long time but most of the scores as we know are coming from their backs that has to be a concern for the O'Loughlin's management all year they haven't been getting the, what they wish out of their forwards I've been harping on about the likes of Shawnee Bulger and uh, Owen Wall that this place is made for him. I'm going to stick by my opinion and I hope they get the return in the second half. But they've been led by their half-back line. Their backs, as I said, their foundations are there. Hugh Yara has been immense and Mikey Butler. But the half-back line in particular. And it's up front, I suppose, where the worry is and the concerns are. But Thomas is though, hurling poorly, 10 points to 8. But the decisions, as we said, Brendan, the decisions, Shawnee Bulger turned into the, into the Hill 16. Uh, and, and I know there's no one in the Hill 16, so he wasn't going in to see anybody. No. so he was pushed into Hill 16 the goal disallowed and uh, that, that decision so a lot of decisions going against them but they have to move on we've all played in club all Ireland and been involved in decisions referees are, are going to have to you know, make the mistakes and unfortunately they're human at this stage little bit concerned because I said 10 points to 8 they're hurling well but I suppose we're, we're biased being all Auckland's but look have to give huge credit to the O'Loughlin's uh, half-back line in particular 
but they need more out of their forwards and that's what I think Brian Hogan will be saying to his players lads up front we need to get more out of you we're not getting a tune out of you OK and there was only one uh, real goal effort there for us it was a goal for everyone listening it was a goal for everyone looking it was a goal but for the referee and umpires it wasn't a goal it's half time here in Croke Park it's 10 points O'Loughlin Gales it's 8 points to St Thomas's, and we will be back with half time analysis after the break with Aidan Taggy Fogarty with thanks to Jerry Comerford well drilling and before we do hand back a big hello to Key Tai a former Wicklow hurler who's tuned to our commentary at the moment and enjoying it back to you lads 10 points on Lachlan's 8 points to St Thomas's. KCLR live from Croke Park the AIB All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Championship Final O'Loughlin Gales versus St Thomas with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise physiotherapy Pilates and physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments Halftime analysis on KCLR with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. Well drilling services Pilltown. Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie. How are you now? It is halftime. Auckland's 10, St. Thomas's 8 points. I'm joined here in studio by Robbie Dowlin. Robbie, we're going to hear the thoughts of Aidan Taggy Fogarty, and I guess there's only really one place to start. The messages are absolutely flooding in. That was definitely a goal. If St. Thomas's win, it should be a replay. That comes from Paul Curtis in Wexford. Another one going, yes, it was a goal. He brings it out with his hand. What is the umpire and the ref at? That's absolutely scandalous. That was definitely a goal. These are just the messages that are floating in here. If Hawkeye can trace the ball, then it can show the goal. But they wouldn't use it. And Hugh Lawler got booked for a tug on the shirt. Yet, what about that push over the barrier? The ref, never a good sign, being the big talking point of a game. Taggy, I guess there's only one place to start. That goal, what in the name happened there? Yeah, Shane, uh, look, obviously by the listeners and by your text messages coming into show and what we were getting up here as well from our own phones, uh, it was a definite goal. Uh, it was a bad, bad uh, umpire decision, referee decision. Uh, the ball that was in um, the St. Thomas's man, he, he fell over the line. It looked as if we couldn't see the ball, but it looks as if it was caught between his legs and his hand, but all his bo- most of his body is over the line, and you could see there when he pulled it out that the ball was just, just a fraction over. Um, a massive, massive decision, a massive call. It was in the seventh minute. Now, Lockens kicked on from there, but that's well and good saying, yeah, they kicked on from that goal chance. It's going to come down to the wire, you know, in the second half. And, you know, even for that goal, just to put uh, doubts in, in uh, Thomas's heads, um, a massive call, a wrong decision as far as we could see, a wrong decision as far as, as, far as your listeners can see, and a, a massive call. And it's, unfortunately, it shouldn't come down to that, but it might come down to it uh, um, uh, on the final whistle. And a call on, on our Ireland final day, with all the cameras, you know, we can see it, you know, with all the technology, with Hawkeye, a decision like that uh, should be made properly. And unfortunately, a lot of are after missing out. Taggy, we'll obviously get on to all the other action, but in last year's football All-Ireland final between Glen and Kilmacud Croaks, of course, uh, a lot of furore at the end of it with Kilmacud having one extra player on the pitch and it brought the game into disrepute and the integrity and eventually kind of there was it, it, it was kind of a nasty ending really to an All-Ireland final. Would you worry at all that if the Lockens don't come out on top here we could have something similar on our hands? 
Um, possibly, uh, Robbie, to be fair, because just looking out on the pitch and looking at the general play, um, I feel the Lachlans are playing uh, the better type of hurling. They're getting stuck into Thomas's, and I, uh, not just because of Michael Kenny, man, I'm just being neutral up here, but looking out, Thomas's are getting a little bit niggly. You know, they shoved out uh, Sean Bulger over over the, the end line and, and into the net over the, over the, um, the AIB standing. Uh, Mikey Butler got a little clip. There's been a few little kind of uh, shamazes, I'll call them, in the middle of the field. And then for me, and I'm not being biased, for me, that's more so a kind of a godly man coming in giving a little day because he's being upset he's not allowed to flow and next thing a lot of that retaliate and, and then you know to the yellow card and, and everything is off but Definitely, I'd say O'Loughlin's feel a little bit aggrieved just watching on the, the televisions up here. You know, Brian Hogan was very anim- animated on the line. A couple of other selectors animated on the line. So I would think they would feel that they're not getting the rub of the green and the referee aren't giving them uh, the, the calls that they should be getting. Definitely, obviously, the goal call. Mikey Butler, I didn't see it myself. I don't know what happened there. So you wouldn't mind these things in general. But just the general feel up here, Robbie, is that maybe that they're, they're a little bit niggly, a little bit narky, and uh, that could feed into the game. Uh, speaking of niggly anarchy, uh, was there an incident there with Jordan Malloy and possibly could have gotten a red card for a headbutt? Yeah, there was a there was a headbutt. Just looking at Ronnie there, he's doing all the incidents there. But uh, yeah, there was an incident with a slight headbutt. Um, I, I said I didn't see that on, on television, but definitely a head was uh, struck in. You're probably watching the highlights there myself. Um, and you know th- that's another small thing. Jordan Malloy went down, and like obviously, if your player is going to get a little kind of a dig or a, or a hit, you're backing him up 100. percent So you're coming in, and you're not going to step down. You're not going to give any precedence to any Galway player or St Thomas's player in an Ireland final, no matter no matter what it is. You're going to back up your player. And that's how things happen. So there is little niggles and little fights off the ball that, you know, not going down well. Uh, Taggy, when we're actually getting into the crux of the game now, as opposed to the ref, because like all the pundits are agreeing it was a certain goal. Um, everybody's messaging in saying it's a disgraceful job by the umpire. And we can get caught up on that. But actually, how well are all Auckland's playing? Um, there are a few great points there. Paddy Deegan doing himself uh, some favours for a puck fodder competition, I'd imagine, next year. Uh, getting a point from well within his own half. Are you, have you been impressed with all Auckland so far? Yeah, absolutely. Look, to get into the actual game and the actual hurling, unfortunately, we have to discuss these points, you know, because they are part of the game. Of course. But the game in general, uh, all Aucklands are, are actually playing very, very well. Uh, what we've mentioned all year long with our sporting analysis and with Casey Lauren and with ourselves is the half back line of David Forty, Paddy Deegan, and Jordan Malai. Mm. They are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they, they've upped the field, they've scored five points between them two Paddy Deegan, two in Jordan Malai, one by David Forty. Mikey Butler crept up. So that is six points from the backs. Uh, for our Lachlan Gales and you know you say Thomas's are naive they should know about this they should be sticking to them it's very hard to do that of course every club is trying to do it but that's where the launch pad is we said for Lachlan Gales to go on and win this game their launch pad would have to be the centre back uh, and their half back line which it has been always uh, Mark Berrigan uh, who's been on ball scored one from play and scored a free generally low score and um, a low score affair. not too many frees to be fair and um, you know the forwards in general have for me all Lachlan's forwards have scored four uh, points, right? Which on the scoreboard you said they need more, but they're getting more scores from the actual the, the backs. But for me, the forwards are actually working a lot harder than the Sanders St. Thomas's, and that's the difference. They look they look a little bit more lively. They look a little more um, faster uh, coming to the ball, reading the play a little bit better, and they're re- winning most um, breakdowns. Uh, so in general, uh, they're actually doing very very well. A lot of things are going against them, and that's nearly driving them on to say, well, it's not going to beat us today. These decisions, you know, and, and that's what's kind of driving them on. So doing very well, but in saying that, they had a lot a lot of possession 
and there's still only uh, 10 points uh, to 8 points 2 points up and there is a small bit of a breeze there Thomas has not played well and most likely will get a purple patch and it's how you kind of um, nullify their, their effect in the second half and the conditions are changing so it's going to be a different type of game it's been the team down rain here as well so it's, it's possibly going to be a really sloppy kind of a second half Connor Cooney's been moved out to midfield towards the end of that first half, Taggy, and obviously David Burke has gone in at wing forward as well, which would indicate that O'Loughlin's are dominating. First of all, why do you think those moves were made by the St. Thomas's management team? And secondly, that as I said, it would indicate that O'Loughlin's are the better team. Would it worry you at all that O'Loughlin's have been so superior and are only two points in front at the break? It's a small bit of a worry, of course it is, but I suppose the bonus fact of that is they are dominant, they are going in um, uh, ahead of Thomas's, uh, which is all you can do in our Ireland final, and no, and they have played well. Like You'd never say, go up to Crow Park, oh, we won't play well in the first half, but well in the second half, it's, all, it's a consistent game for 60 minutes. The changes are a reflection of how dominant uh, O'Loughlin's have been, and especially how dominant maybe Paddy Deegan has been, because I mentioned beforehand and the matchups of Conor Cooney versus... Um, of Paddy Deegan you know Conor Cooney one of the best club hurlers in, in Galway hasn't been on the ball so their, their switches is that Conor Cooney's going to midfield to get him on the ball to take him off Paddy Deegan because he's absolutely dominating and David Burke hasn't been as influential in midfield either so he's moved him in half forward uh, and he's got two scores since he moved in so the switches have worked Conor Cooney got a point from play since he went out midfield so the switches have worked upset O'Loughlin's uh, just slightly so in fairness to um, the, the St Thomas's management uh, they made the right decisions in doing that because the, the Paddy Deegan in the half-back line was so dominant in that first half. And also the puckouts on, on both sides. You know, the, the Thomas's um, goalie, Jared Kelly, they're not winning much of the puckouts. As Stephen Murphy, they're more pinged, they're finding their players a little bit better, moving the ball a little bit better as well. Thomas is just coming up and feel it as, as I speak here now. So they're obviously had their chat and, and, and out for the second half. So the changes have worked for Thomas's, but still, you know, a lot is very dominant in the backs in general. Well, we're looking forward to the second half, uh, Taigi. Um in terms of uh, O'Loughlin's what can they do now to keep it up uh, some people are suggesting just dropping somebody else into midfield now um, other people are saying just putting every ref decision behind them irrespective of what's going on it, they look like they're up for it just more of the same would you expect I'd say pretty much more of the same yeah it's a cliche lad. just keep doing what you're doing I think O'Loughlin's will actually move, use the referee maybe decisions that went against them um, in the dressing room they'll say lads whatever's happening that's their problem we're going out we're going to say hold we keep to our game plan and that's tear into it in the second half keep doing what you're doing don't give them space and you know maybe one or two more of the forwards get on the ball maybe get a score on the sheet but just squeeze it out I, I'd be fearful of dropping a guy into midfield and trying to play out this game because that's when you kind of um, you know you, 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 you kind of gauge teams back onto you and, and teams can come at you and you do not want St. Thompson to come at you play your own game plan Stick to the, stick to what to, to what it is, and I think they have their legs on St. Thomas's um, for the second half as well. Thank you, thanks very much. We're going back for the second half there in just a moment. Half time analysis on KCLR with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services, Pilltown, Jerry Comerford Drilling. Ie. Don't forget our man of the match competition, fifty euro voucher for detail menswear. 0833069696. Names like Jordan Malai are flying in here. We're going to go back to Brendan Hennessy and Adrian Ronan Ronan. It is the All Ireland final. O'Loughlin's ten points. St Thomas's. Eight points. KCLR, live from Croke Park. The AIB All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Championship Final. O'Loughlin Gales versus St. Thomas. With thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic. 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise. Physiotherapy, Pilates and Physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention, speed and pre-season assessments.
Yes, indeed, and we're up and running, and from a long-range effort from out the field from the throw-in, there was a little bit of possession for O'Loughlin's and for Thomas's. Then the break fell back to Thomas's, and David Burke sends in his third point of this All-Ireland Senior Final. Nails it down into the hill 16 end, and Ronnie, it's hard to know which way the wind is blowing. The flags on the hill are blowing north Dublin, and the flags on the sideline and the Cusick on the far side are blowing for south Dublin. So it's hard to know what way that wind yeah, is blowing. But, but Thomas's are off to a good start. Thomas are off to a good start, and David Burke's influence we, have, we mentioned about the midfield he has been relatively quiet in the first half but that's a great start for them they've come out the livelier team but the wind as you rightly said Brendan down at Hill 16 it's swirling very difficult conditions but what um, St Thomas's, as I said hungrier now here's Burke again here's Burke brilliantly yeah. blocked down by yeah, Mark by Burnham did get a chance from that throw in and he was, the ball was dislodged ooh uh, I think it was a bit wasn't a lot in it but he got caught there's a card a yellow card coming here Ronnie a bit of talk at half time there's a few little bits yeah. of stuff going on off the ball here and there was a few things missed in the first half and I know you said it there and you're right let's forget about the goal and let's forget about this and forget about that but a lot of people loved the opinion it wasn't the full back that shoved Sean Bulger it was John Head in actual fact but a lot of people felt it's oh, a red card now that's harsh yeah that is harsh that's harsh very harsh that's harsh but I knew James Regan yeah. that's a harsh call yeah it is a very harsh call now there was contact but it was it didn't look malicious no, no way was it a sending off to be fair to, to St Thomas's. if that's a sending off well then the full back to drove Shawnee no, no tactics change here yeah don't they, they do they're all going out to the half back line now to know who's the spare man it has to be Paddy now I'd say it's going to be the spare man Taggy that's a big talking point massive talking point uh, for me lads uh, he went in with the shoulder but he actually missed him uh, as far as I could see he kind of missed him and he, he, tr- he turned the head he turned the head back and must have busted himself <laughs> off a seat he, tr- he turned the head back but I, do- I don't think there was actually contact no I think the referee oh, slight lads, contact there was slight contact there was slight contact but the referee I think to be fair probably got a bit of a, 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 a talking at half time Joe what looks very familiar like uh, Barrett and Richie Hogan in the All-Ireland uh, back in 2019 yeah. looks very familiar like that tackle well we have a free now for Stephen Murphy on all Auckland small man again a big man no this is a big talking point uh, St Thomas's are down James Regan is the man that got the line and it's a sad one for him but he's uh, got the line he'll feel a little hard done but he'd score two points in the opening half it's 15 versus 14 now here's Stephen Murphy with the free down into the Davin end he's crucial to everything all Auckland Gales do and the score the goalkeeper is on the score line and Ronnie that's a crucial score 11 points of Auckland's 9 points of St Thomas's. 33 minutes gone we're 3 minutes into the second half the puck out comes from Gerald Kelly at half time all Auckland's of Kilkenny led by 10 points to 8 ball breaks in the middle Keen now there's another sh- look now it's free now watch this that's a definite shoulder into um into his into his shoulder but so it, there's no one going to be sent off here if he sent off one already no, won't happen he'll book him if he does he makes the bags of the game he'll book him uh, Connor Cooney St Thomas's yeah Connor Cooney St Thomas's look lads if that was a sending off the first one when well, this is a sending off because he definitely came with the shoulder that time and Keen Lai is playing very well isn't he he is yeah but again as I said Thomas's are definitely frustrated they started off with that great point but it's all for O'Loughlin's now but they need to be careful because Ronnie, the referees just, just look at that rain Ronnie that's that's Noah, and, that's Noah and the Ark stuff like this is this is unbelievable and uh, I was on to Marty Morrissey inside there and he was asking the GA this morning about it and there some, somebody in high authority said it's up to everybody and everyone has their own decision to make in relation to coming to Crow Park today but you know people have to get home Ross yeah. Common Derry Galway Kilkenny it's not simple no no that's the worry though, if we're heading for a storm at five but Stephen yeah. Murphy big big ball downfield trying to keep it in wide ball first wide had Lachlan's only one wide no, in the first half two, two. two. that's the third that's overall, the third yeah. wide yeah. now 
Poole and Lachlan's have as his free man possibly Paddy Deegan and now we have to watch the referee because he'll probably as we often know 14 men again 15 often the referee tends to side with the team that have the re- lesser players and here comes our team with the lesser players and Conor Cooney it was a lovely move to work it in from the sideline on the Hogan stand side it was finished by Conor Cooney and I think that's his fourth Ronnie yeah Conor Cooney great score but again Lachlan's just a little bit uh, naive with their defending there here comes Paddy Deegan to clear the ball downfield score two points in the opening half his clearance is a good one but it's go straight downfield and Thomas has gathered they're playing long hurling now they're against the cosh with thir- 14 men on the field it was hurled by Davy Burke down to the middle of the park but it's won oh. by the centre forward Conor Cooney on flicks it in he drives it a mile wide on the hill 16 end that's their first wide of the second half O'Loughlin's with one in the second half the scoreboard reads 11 points O'Loughlin Gales 10 points to St Thomas's. 5 minutes gone in the second half with thanks to Threesome against Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise Physiotherapy Pilates Physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments the puck out from Stephen Murphy lands in the middle of the park there's a bit of a shamozzle as Ronnie would say for that ball on that far side the man that gets the stick under is David Burke it will come to experience from the Galway lads and he's one of their most experienced players he's a Galway player David Burke he places the ball outside the 65 it will be wind assisted down towards Hill 16 and Lachlan still lead by one point we're into the 6th minute of the second half here's the free from David Burke three points so far in the game didn't go for distance this time tried to play it to a man inside him which was O'Shea Flannery falls back out towards Aina Burke scored in the first half plays the short ball downfield to Victor Manso oh. but he dropped it and it's robbed back by the hard working Jordan Malai Malai to Paddy Deegan Paddy bursts out with it gets it off towards Tony Forrestal Forrestal plays it over and Fogarty is going to have to do a bit of work here David he stays on his man he keeps him under pressure and David Fogarty has the ball in his hand he's a stylish little hurler this fella he's done really well back into Paddy Deegan little challenge for Paddy pulled off the ball ref- Free says no free, give it great shot. Oh, that's, <laughs> ah, that's See, he's going to go now. You, he's going to side with the team that are down to 14 men. He's having a nightmare, he I'm going to be honest. He's having an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen him before in Corrigan Park with Carlo played Lantrum on there and he gave some decisions. It was dreadful. He's having a nightmare, and I don't like saying it, but yeah. people are looking at this on the television. Look, he's play, having a nightmare. Players deserve better on an alert day. I know the weather is horrendous, and I know that some of this, there's some gamesmanship going on. It's disappointing out of both teams. But for me, again, that wasn't... If you want to get the game run, that wasn't a free and I'm disappointed in uh, uh, Stack in this case. But that's why, lads, it's so dangerous. Let O'Loughlin's, there's only a point in it. It's going to go down to the wire. 14 versus 15 is always a dangerous, dangerous game to play. I'd rather have 15 on 15. Would you, Tag? Yeah. Taggy, you're doing full-time analysis. Uh, was that a free for you? Absolutely not. Shoulder to shoulder. But as Ronnie yeah. mentioned already, you know, the referee now is going to... On notice of lean against the, player, the team with the 14 men. Okay, I was just thinking they're looking at you, Taggy and Ronnie. Between the three of us, we've 10 All Ireland medals. We're going fairly well. 11 <laughs> points to Lachlan's, 10 to St Thomas's. Lachlan's would love one. They never won the club title. It's a free and out to St Thomas's to level proceedings. Connor Cooney, he's four already. Three in the first half, two frees, a point from play, a point from play in the second half. Here's his free inside the 45 towards the Hill 16 end. Here's the lift. There's the strike. He's always deadly accurate. Dead eye dick straight over the black spot it goes. It's two for Cooney in the second half. It's 11 points apiece here. And Kenneth Burke, the banished door with 14 man. St. Thomas's looks in with a little bit of a smile on his face. 38 minutes gone. Here come O'Loughlin's. Bit of a push off the ball over on the far side. That skates forward inside the 13 metre line. Connor here he runs in to try and get a touch onto it. Knocked across towards own wall. Busy little player to the end line. Reverse hand pass. Difficult angle. Floated in around the house. And Connor here he tries 
trying to break it. Chance here for Luke Hogan. Gets the lift. Hogan trying to turn to get a strike. Luke Hogan. It's a good save by the keeper. Hogan looked for the top right hand corner of the Union Bank, but the keeper was equal to the task. Jared Kelly. And out comes St. Thomas's. How many times can he catch it? He's fouled it or has he? They couldn't clear the ball. Cahill Burke played it into Shane Cooney. They're battling for possession just outside the D between the 20 metre and the 45, but it's now in the hand of Shane Cooney. Cooney comes out with the ball, drives it down off his left hand side, two against two. You Lawler, you Lawler, Connor Cooney, battle here. Cooney's held, goal chance coming for Thomas. Running on to his. Their number 12, Victor Manso, turning and striking. And said Thomas has taken the lead in Croke Park with nine minutes on the clock in the second half. Was it Victor Manso finished it for me? It was the number 12 in the white helmet. Manzo's got the score and they do lead. And something tells me, only regardless of the sideline flags on the far side, the wind is certainly favouring St. Thomas's. The wind is favouring, but Conor Cooney going to full forward has called, giving him a new, a new direction because they're able to get the ball in longer any which way they want now. Because, as I said, Cooney's a great ball winner. Huey Lawler has a big afternoon ahead of him now there's a bit of a clash off the ball there See, he's, good. Keen, keen he's siding with yeah. him yeah he's siding with him Keen Light did plough into his man it's going to be a free now Shawnee but see the thing about it now is O'Loughlin's need to be so calm they were so calm in the early part of the game they're tending now to get a small bit but John Head who could have been red carded in the first half he, he hopped off Shawnee Bulger yeah. there and Shawnee got nothing for it yeah no but look as we said it's tough place for the boys yeah now the towels are out. They're trying to boss of the stick. They're trying the grips on the stick. The Brendan, the question at this stage, after these opening seven minutes, have a Lachlan's gained anything by the extra man? I don't think they've gained anything. Not Paddy's gone out of the game. Anders yes, he's the free man and he's gone out of the game. And Keen Lai is hobbling over there on the 45. He's picked up a bit of a knock on that far side. Well, they have good subs, Connor Kelly and the likes of uh, Jamie Ryan to come on. They've come on during the year and it looks like they're making a change already. A goal would be a big score in this game. Here's the free for Gerald Kelly, the St. Thomas's goalkeeper, outside the 45. He absolutely wellies that from his own 45 and wow. that's gone over the bar it's a huge score from Gerald Kelly and he runs back into the goal as if he was Davy Fitzgerald 20 years ago yeah. that's the type of celebration he's put a both goalkeepers are on the score sheet Kelly nails one Taggy mentioned in analysis that St Thomas's would have a purple patch this is their purple patch now the referee is going to have a word with someone this is their purple patch but we haven't probably appreciated the wind the wind is, seems to be massive Brendan down in that end I mean, he was back here on his own 45 and it was still that's, well over the 60 that's why the I bar. asked Taggy about the wind in yeah. the first half Lachlan's are gone short Stephen Murphy to Paddy Deegan Paddy carries it outside the 45 lays it off under the Cusick oh under the Cusick on the far side little bit frontal on Jordan Malai play continues back to Paddy Deegan they're struggling to get through the middle of the park reverse pass back to Malai Jordan turns on to his left oh he's been nailed with a clatter there across the knuckles that is a dirty little blow and the referee has spotted it and it will be a free and that's all it will be Ronnie but that was nasty it was nasty but again Jordan's been in the mixing the good with the bad he's been involved in incidents he's been targeted now probably trying to upset him but I think Thomas has decided to sit back now because they know the half back line for, uh, for O'Loughlin's against the wind are going to find it hard to score now this is a little bit disingenuous to the O'Loughlin's forwards but they're happy to sit back because they feel maybe the, the, the threat is not in the Lachlan's forwards and back here so they're inviting them in on him against the wind knowing well that the boys probably can't score from the half back line at this stage again the wind well here is the free for O'Loughlin Gales they're trailing by 13 <laughs> points to 11 it's into the teeth of the wind Stephen Murphy is the man to take it 13 points St Thomas is 11 points to O'Loughlin's don't forget our detail men's were a man of the masters a few fine performances out there for Lachlan's at the moment Paddy Deegan Keane Lai doing well they're all battling well to be 
fair to them it's not a pleasant day for Hurling this man is doing well also the goalkeeper Stephen Murphy lift for Murphy on his own 65 drives a goal oh. words, but that's off cue gone to the left and wide second wide for Lachlan's in the second half the detail men's were a man of the match proudly brought to you by detail men's were High Street Kilkenny and Padera Market Carlo and don't forget Jerry Comerford Weldering post-match analysis with Aidan Taggy Fogarty here live from Deck 7 in Croke Park 13 points St Thomas's, 11 to a Lachlan Gales 42 minutes played of a 60 minute game a massive puck out from Gerald Kelly down towards Connor Cooney. Cooney Cooney runs onto it class player sends it across towards Aina Burke Aina Burke just misses it player sliding on the ground referee more or less gets in the way but Keen Light comes through the middle he tries to get through bottled up by two St Thomas's players three in the end and Lachlan's have the extra man but it doesn't look like it at the moment there's a bit of a scrum for possession on the ground between the 45 and 65 and the O'Loughlin's half of the park breaking ball is not coming out it's still rook ball at the moment the referee says have enough of that we're going to throw it in 13 points St Thomas's 11 to O'Loughlin's O'Loughlin's need to score quickly Ronnie because they've been scarce in the second half they've only scored one they've only scored one and that's from their goalkeeper from a free on the second minute so again Thomas's this is their purple patch Cooney going to full forward he's a target now they can go along Burke has been influenced in the game O'Loughlin's need to score need it quickly here come Damien Finnerty blocked down. Paddy Deegan got a stick in there. Here's forward. He's having a blinder again for all Auckland. Knocks it into Mark Bergen. Just a little bit overcooked. And Mark just lost his footing as he went to win that ball. Forward he done well. But there's a man knocked out off the ball in the far side. Was Sean Bulger. But all Auckland's have it back. Here comes Paddy Deegan. Finding a man in space on the far side. This is Sean Bulger. Outside the D. Shawnee Bulger drives it in. Sean Bulger. Oh, it's a wide ball. Oh, we're going upstairs. We're going upstairs. I think it's wide running. Shawnee's very sure that it's over the bar. But Shawnee well Hawkeye, Hawkeye is the man to tell us even though it couldn't tell us about the goal because it's not allowed poor old Shawnee plays soccer with freebooters so he may be reminded that there's Hawkeye here there's no, there's no Hawkeye in the <laughs> fair green he's not in the fair green no green. if he wins it it'll be in Doherty's <laughs> 13 points to 11 here is he's short as over is it a tar a Neil? it's a tar it's a tar yep. the man from Booters <laughs> and O'Loughlin's is a tar it's a tar tutti fruity in Doherty's was a pleasure to see years ago 13-12 now Thomas's lead all Lachlan's point game in it Mark Bergen battling on the far side but they're keeping it at bay the right half back John Head clears it downfield to David Burke David Burke with a short ball down to the 45 metre line the strike will come from Cahill Burke into the hill 16 in it's a brilliant reply from St Thomas's and Cahill Burke in the red and black helmet sends this one in and over the bar 14 points to St Thomas's 12 to all Auckland Gales Ronnie 45 minutes on the clock 15 remaining still plenty of time yeah great game now both teams giving it everything both teams going for a bit of mess in the start of they're both stopped I should say they're both trying to hurl in horrific conditions but again Lachlan's need more out of their forwards they certainly do and one of them is Owen Wall he's trying to get down on this ball but it's going to be cleared by the ever present Shane Coney he's a huge man at centre back a great axis in that St Thomas's defence but another man who's having a blinder for Lachlan's is Paddy Deegan Paddy knocks it back towards Tony Forrestal Tony goes for a big one but he didn't strike it as well as he would have liked he's given possession away too easily and Thomas's are coming back on the counter attack Thomas's Oshin Flannery sends it in from under the Hogan stand but that's what you call a Hail Mary ball and Ronnie might have scored it in his day Taggy I think I would have even scored that one but it's gone wide 14 points to 12 46 minutes gone O'Loughlin's with plenty of possession Jordan Malai sending it downfield towards Owen O'Shea O'Shea is on it the centre forward back to Paddy Deegan Paddy sends this one up it's what you could call a bit of an up and under it's going to drop outside the large parallelogram the goalkeeper will have to deal with it for St Thomas's Gerald Kelly deals with it admirably drives it back down under the Cusick stand O'Loughlin's have a man 
man underneath to call Mikey Butler he's been here before he's been fouled before and he's been fouled here again Mikey Butler 14-12 St Thomas's lead there's only two points between them this game brought to you with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise Physiotherapy Pilates and Physiolet Gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments and the line ball or the free is going to be taken on the far side 21 is coming in onto your Lachlan Gales team that to me Connor is Conor Kelly now he is a good man to yeah. get a goal Ronnie and I said a goal would be huge in this game Conor Kelly is coming in well they have to make changes up front I know it's uh, Ono Shea's who's gone Ono Shea's, Ono Shea's yeah. disappointed he's gone off uh, there could have been one or two more Fran Grinson's after texting me not only was Shawnee Bulger a good free booters man he was also a very good soccer player oh he certainly was well booters don't have too many bad lads now, Mark Bergen needs... This is a difficulty to hardly make it. Yeah, it's going to short. Dropping in around the house. Breaking ball. This over as far as own wall. Back around the corner comes Connor Heary. Heary shortens the grip on yeah. the stick. Sends it in. Good score. Back to a one-point game. 14 points to St. Thomas's. 13 points to Lachlan Gales. Now, Ronnie, Mark Bergen has been excellent right through, but he's gone out of this a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, well, look, every day Mark Bergen has brought him today. Look, everyone can play... Uh, well, on, the, on a given day, we all know that because the, on a different day, everyone steps up. But I think now Conor Heary might need to step up. There's been a lot of talk about Conor Heary. Conor Kelly needs to get on the ball. But as I said, since O'Loughlin's have gone, to, or since Thomas's have went to 14 men, they've got better, haven't they, Tag? Taggy? Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Um, Thomas has definitely uh, got better. Now, their attitude in the second half has been far better anyway. Yeah. Their work rate has been far better and their tackling has been far better. But uh, as I said, Lockton's not maybe benefited from the from the extra man. Paddy Deegan hasn't really been on the ball now in the second half so yeah. far and you need him. He was a superior in the first half. Well, Conor Cooney going to full forward yeah. has made a difference. He's been a target for them now. But look, Thomas has had their purple patch. It's time for Lockton's to have theirs. Well, here they go. Trying to keep possession. Shawnee Bulger on the far side. He brought it down with the boss of the stick. Here come Thomas's out of the half-back line. The hand pass to Victor Manso. Scored already he goes for another big big ball and from the 65 he's inside it he sends it between the posts and the hill 16 and Victor Mansell that's another score for Thomas's. it's 15-13 now Ronnie I just say this to Michael all the time when I'm here the ironic thing about St Thomas is every time all Auckland's have scored they've hit back straight away they have but the influence of David Burke has been massive we, we knew before the game that Burke and Cooney were massive to the to the Thomas's game Burke has been played well he's here again this midfield battle Thomas's are winning and I think, mid, I think maybe a lot need to look at their midfield maybe bring out Heary to middle of the field and, and Thomas are playing this kind of a short and tricky game as well a nice little bit of stick pass and now it's a long effort from Dara Burke wide. and if he scores all the half forward line are on the score sheet but he sends it to the right and wide I think for what is their second wide in the second half the great Willie Hegarty of Shannon side is pitched beside us he's one hell of a commentator as the man coming in onto the field Bernard Burke now I've seen this fella playing in the yeah. club championship Ronnie this fella brings a bit to the table for St Thomas's. I said he didn't leave much on the table <laughs> <laughs> come on Ron <laughs> come on Ronnie <laughs> he's coming in for number 12 Victor Manso he scores two points in the all the club final and he's taken off yeah. and there we are John Head is injured at the moment for uh, St Thomas's and John Head is probably the luckiest man in Croke Park he realistically now, in everyone's view should have got the line earlier on but uh, oh, Lachlan's I keep going back to it we haven't oh, well, I'm saying we because we're Lachlan's they haven't coped with the extra man and I'm not too sure you know they're trying to make here's Jamie Ryan on for they've made a change in the middle of the field but I think someone needs to pick up David Burke I think he's after influence in the second half too much for me and I think they need is to pick Jack him up is that Jack Nolan has gone Jack Nolan has gone. gone yeah Jamie Ryan is in wearing 19 Jack Nolan is gone 
Johnny Bulger's going into the book. 15 points, Nave Thomas. 13 points, Gail O'Loughlin. Shawnee Bulger is going into the book. How unfortunate is Shawnee? He's driven out over the barrier in the first half. There's a yellow card for Shawnee. Got a yeah. mahagut. So the referee taking a few autographs here at the moment. 15-13, St. Thomas's lead. Ronnie, there's only 10 minutes left. If the Lachlans are going to do it, something has to happen quickly. Yeah, something I think they may move up Paddy. Is Paddy gone to the middle of the field now? Yes, Picking up David it. Burke. They need to take David Burke's influence out of the game. Maybe move up Paddy because they're not going to get the scores, it seems, from their forwards. Tony Forrestal drills one down to the field, down towards Luke Hogan. He's been bottled up there. It's going to be a line ball. Oh, that's ah. retaliation. That has to be a reverse decision. He's going to the book here. Now oh. he's to change this decision. He's to change this because Shane Cooney can't yeah. do that. He has to change this decision or throw the ball in. If the rule is, yeah. if he goes by the letter of the law, correct, correct or wrong, Taggy? Yeah, no, 100%. He has to throw it in. He has to throw it in. Yeah. Oh, no, he's booking him. He's going to get yellow cards. He's booking him as in. well, but I, I think your man was just overexcited by the decision. If it was a free, he has to throw it in. If it's a line ball, it's, I think it stays it's as it is. It's a yellow card and it's a hot ball, I'd say. Yeah. He was fist bumping with his chest. And he was. He was. Yeah. He was thrilled with the the incident, but unfortunately, he not so thrilled with the yellow card. Yellow card. He's still still giving, yeah, because a line ball. If it was a free, it should be it a throw a free, in. It'll be a throw in. But it's a line ball. It's a line, line ball. You check something, <laughs> check it, Ronnie, but that's, a, that's okay. it. Yeah, still a line I ball. think if you book a lad, how come you're not Because the ball was, the ball was okay. already out, you see. That, it's a, and it's a well executed yeah, line David ball. It's a, again. it's a Shane Lowry job. Downfield it goes. Jordan Malay reached for it, just didn't get it. It was too high for him. Here is Cooney. Connor causing problems, sprinting through the 20 line. Caught it three times. He sticks it over the bar. He caught it three times, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a free right. out. Yeah, 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 at least yeah. the referee got that I one right. I know the rules, but I know how to ref. <laughs> <laughs> 16 points, St. Thomas's, 13 points. That, I have to give you credit. It's not an easy spot that, but he did catch it three times. Yeah, he spotted well, it. Short ball, Stephen Murphy. Paddy Deegan spotted. Jordan Malai, 16-13. Still only a puck of a ball in it. Eight minutes of normal time remaining. Jordan Malai drives it down to Hogan's stand side. O'Loughlin's race for it. That comes oh. off on O'Loughlin's man who tried his living best to get possession on wall. It's just not going their way at the moment. Ronnie, there's a few lads going out of the game. It's still 15-13. Anything can happen. Yeah, look, Thomas's, Thomas's have, lead. Thomas's have come out as way better team in the second half. We knew that. We warned. We said it with caution at half time. Locked all the hurling 10 points day it wasn't possibly good enough is it going to remain not good enough it's not looking good with 7 or 8 minutes to go just I think we need to push up Paddy Deegan up to middle of the field bring him into the game he's back too far for me and maybe try and take David Burke's influence out of the game there's Mark Bergen going for a monster here he's going to drop it in around the house there's a bit of holding and pulling there from the full back Finton Burke and Finton Burke who got away with that comes downfield with the ball the man to put the shoulder into him was Jamie Ryan Jamie Ryan did well because the ball breaks back for all Auckland Gales playing it out wing Towards, oh, it was for David Fogarty was the ball, but it was too short for David. Step, and here step, comes step, Bernard step. Burke. Bernard Burke sends it right over to the far side. Cute play by the Galway men. Back to Cahill Burke. There's more Burks on the field now than living below in Galway. It comes back to Aina Burke. Burke, Burke, Burke wide. It's 15 points, 13. 15 to St. Thomas's, 13 points to all Auckland Gales. Seven minutes of normal time remaining here in the AIB Club final, live on KCLR 96 FM. Here come all Auckland's. I said a goal would be a massive score. There's one in around the house. They're looking to find Luke Hogan. Downfield it goes. Didn't get it into his hand. Cross comes the forward line this time. Owen Wall does really well. In along the end line he goes. Can he orchestrate something here? Goal chance. Paddy Deegan. Paddy Deegan. Great defending from St. Thomas's. But oh, there's a free coming free for, for a, a jersey pull. A free for a jersey pull. This will pull it back to a one-point game. They have to get this all Auckland Gales. I did say, Ronnie, something has to happen. They have a free. Bergen's got to nail this one. He should nail it. It's really... 
relatively simple but it was a brilliant run from Owen Wall great ball and Paddy Deegan was unlucky but Thomas yeah, has defended but it that's well. the second ball that Owen Wall has got that he's ran with and that he needs to do that more often in the next eight minutes and again look who's at the end of it Paddy Deegan I could just urge Brian Hogan and the boys to pen Paddy up I don't think there's any need to be to have an extra man they don't look threatening bring up Paddy to middle the, and field centre forward even at this stage the bottom line here Taggy is McQuinn always says it on the rugby you mustn't panic yeah. you mustn't panic Marcus took this one over the bar it's another one for Bergen but normally 10 or 11 not Mark's fault 3 today Thomas's have been disciplined as well they know what he can do from freeze 15-14 Taggy can Lachlan's get back into this 6 minutes to go yeah no I think Ronnie's dead right though because a lot, uh, Thomas is pushing right down the pitch and a draw and a lock is onto him and Lachlan's just hitting long balls in and getting swarmed out well here comes the long puck out from Gerald Kelly's a fine puck out Lachlan's can tidy this one up David Fogarty races back for this one now it's with Tony Forrester but not cleanly picked Thomas's do get it up the strike comes a good block down Hugh Lawler got the block there he's in the half back line but it's whipped in it's Some shot he oh, got. He got it. He yep. got it in. A book. It was just a shot from nothing, but it goes in and over the bar, and that's what wins finals. That's what wins matches. It's gone in and over the bar. He's got it the full forward in. A Burkey's second of the game, 16 14. That's what I'm saying, Ronnie. To reply straight yeah, away. Yeah, I know again. you said that in fairness. Yes, replied straight away. They have. They replied straight away. Two but I think point the, game. the move of Cooney to full forward has brought him a different dimension to him altogether. 14 man. St. Thomas's the lock was just failing to hang on to that ball it falls down towards Conor Kelly didn't hang on to it still the ball is loose in the middle of the park Paddy Deegan has gone up to the half forward line he'll have to get a bit of possession Keen Lai is battling for it in the middle with the yellow helmet Keen Lai's done well oh he's dug that one out back over as far as Cooley Jordan Malai he had a bit to do and it Fogarty comes to try and get a touch on it they're all looking oh, oh breaks in field three inside, there. Oh. three inside luckily, luckily, luckily. oh they got away with oh. that one that could have been a disaster here comes Fogarty what can he orchestrate for Lachlan's down into the corner he sends it 16-14 five minutes remaining that's a foul referee hasn't given it ball's played in field in as far as Sean Bulger Sean Bulger to the man wearing 19 Jamie Ryan Jamie Ryan floats it in Jamie Ryan puts it to the right and wide it would have been a one point game with four minutes to go it would have been a one point game it's absolutely a deplorable weather conditions but that's gone wide Ronnie 16-14 don't forget your detailed men's wear man of the match five minutes to text has been a few good Lachlan's performances text the name that you might Feel that has done well here today, and Ronnie will pick player in a few minutes' time. St. Thomas's, the rods on now to win this final. The ball comes downfield from their goalkeeper, Gerald Kelly. Breaks back to the middle of the park. They've managed the 14 men very well. Most teams can do that. They're playing nice little and tricky hurling. Back to the wing half back, John Head. John Head drives it into no man's land. Probably as good as a score because Keen Lai has to sprint all the way back to try and get this. Keen Lai. His momentum carried him forward. Seemed like he might have been fouled. Oh, Referee right didn't give that. anything, but Keen Lai has done really, really well under pressure. Out he comes. He's given a go for the parish of St. John's. Oh, oh the hand pass across field to Jordan Malay wasn't as exquisite as he would have liked. Malay had to do a bit of work. That's great work. All Auckland's under pressure. They're closed down, and in yeah. fairness to Jamie Ryan, Rowan, he goes Paddy back to get it. They're trying to foul him. There's going to be a free into Thomas's, and this free in could be the winning of the game for Thomas's. Paddy Deegan come up the field. There's a shamozzle going on in front of us meanwhile now down the hill 16 man. there's a free in there's torrential rain falling Lachlan's in Park and O'Loughlin's are in bother because they're bringing in 17 Paddy Butler a veteran of the O'Loughlin's team himself and Deegan came on the scene a few years ago Paddy Butler's in one thing he will bring to the table is a bit of experience Ronnie and the man that's coming out is the hard working Keen Lai he put in a fair old shift today Keen and Lai Paddy Butler but is Johnny in Johnny Bulger's coming to the line here oh he's just been told what's coming on Shawnee Bulger's gone off 
Yeah, no, no, the Charlie, the Charlie thought he was coming off. The, it's the, Keen Law, you're right. The problem here is this puts it out to a three-point game. Okay, not the end of the world, but if it goes to a two-score game, the Lachlan's are in big trouble. Yeah, but number 15, Ocean Flannery, had no right to win that ball. He was five yards behind Keen Malloy, and he won that ball back brilliantly. Now he's gone out to the sideline. What's he going to the sideline? Has he he's taken coming back. To re- the linesman is off the radio, and I'm to tell him about the argy-bargy up here. So Paddy Deegan could be in trouble, or the Thomas's man is in trouble. Meanwhile, the free is still not taken on the Hill 16 end. Did they bring on the sub? Is your man going off number 15? Yellow card. I don't know who he gave that yellow card to. Oh, there is number 17's on for, for number 17's on for um, Damien McGlynn is on for uh, number 15. Yeah. Three point game. Three point game. McGlynn is on for Oshin Flannery. Connor Cooney going to full forward, lads, has made the difference. He gets this point. It's a three point game. 17 14. St Thomas's lead with 58 minutes and 37 on the clock. O'Loughlin's need a goal. They need one quickly. St Thomas's second half, it was O'Loughlin's first half. 10 8 O'Loughlin's led at half time. It's now 17 14. Is it going to be heartbreak for the second time round for O'Loughlin Gales? The ball breaks in the far side. Here comes Mark Bergen. Bergen on his own. Paddy Butler was on his own, but Mark Bergen goes for the shot. He gets it, sticks it over the bar. Well that could be crucial, Taggy. Yeah, it could be absolutely crucial. Vital part, only one minute to go on normal time for this. A vital game, just to bring it back to one score game. That was huge. Two-point game, 59 minutes gone, Ron. The only thing, Paddy Butler was on his own. There was a chance to give it to Paddy Butler, I thought. Well, he didn't give it to him. He stuck it over the bar. Here comes the goalkeeper, Gerald Kelly of St. Thomas's. Ball breaks to Bergen on the far side. Put the stick into it. But the breaking ball goes back to Conor Coney. He's been excellent for Thomas's. Drives it in field towards Dara Burke. Dara Burke inside the 40. Brilliant defending from Tony Forrestal. Forrestal has been excellent at that corner back position. Turns out of trouble. Gets it to Stephen Murphy, the keeper. Stephen, son of Brian, former Cork player. Drives it down to the middle of the park. 17 15. Paddy Deegan has it. Paddy Deegan drives forward. Paddy drives forward. Mikey Butler's on his own they still have it they're failing to hold on to it though the man in possession Ah. is Conor Kelly he was pushed out over the line it's going to be a line ball to St Thomas's it's going to be a line ball because they have to have an extra man four minutes of additional time Ronnie 60 minutes are up we have four minutes for Lachlan's to pull this out of fire but Thomas's have been good you made a great point Lachlan's have the extra man but it doesn't seem that way but Mikey Butler was gone taggy and it looked like they should have given him that's two chances they've had with the extra man Paddy Butler the last time Mikey Butler this time two chances that maybe Lachlan's have had to put their head up but again that's Paddy Deegan got that yellow card by the way yeah he's midfield but it's pushed up up Paddy centre forward there's the sideline ball Hugh Lawler comes out to the half back line now here comes Tony Forrestal driving step, forward step, step, step. Thomas has put them under ogious pressure Mikey Butler tries to get in on it now Mark Bergen is back there the captain leads by example gets a great ball no. to David Ford ah, ah, that's terrible he had the ball and, and, on the bike the same, yeah. and he blew the f- he blew, I was going to say that, something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's down there, a terrible, let, let's be fair, that's yeah. a terrible decision. He had it possession. It is. He had that. possession. O'Loughlin's mentors knew that. Now, in around the house, we're sticking over the bar. Mark oh, in Bergen around the house, in around didn't the house. strike it as well as he would have liked. But he got it to a man that can get it onto the stick. Here no. they come. Need a score. Need two scores. 17-15. That's can over. That was a super score. Kelly, He's that's been he absolutely brilliant, Connor Kelly. He can score goals and points. She's in the mental pot now, Ronnie. 17-16. Three minutes to go in Croke Park. Will it go to extra time there? The Lachlan's boys are not lying down here anyway. Here comes the puck out. It's crucial for Gerald Kelly. Thomas's are and dead St. Thomas's. Yeah. They're getting tired, yeah. but they're still leading by one point. 17-16. The one in 20-13. 
Dean. Here comes O'Loughlin's to defend this one. Jordan Malloy, the number seven, comes go forward. On, on. They want to get us into extra time. Jordan has acres of space. Jordan no, goes for a big one. He'll drop short underneath it is oh, Connor Heary. Oh. He has it. Knocks it in field, but the full back comes out with it. Fintan Burke. Burke has gone to ground. He loses possession. O'Loughlin's have it back. Hogan has it up. Needs to get a score, Luke Hogan. Back outfield. Nicola, the man is with Paddy oh. Deegan. Oh, Paddy Deegan was odds on to get it. It's a free end. Yeah, it has to be. Play continues. Oh! oh. Nearly went in, the keeper no got it. He was playing an advantage, he gave no free either yeah, way. And no that free. clock ticks into the third minute of added time. We have four minutes of added time. O'Loughlin's need a point to bring us the extra time. Mark Bergen is back there. He won't score from there, they but he switches it in field. Oh. First touch right, is crucial. Right, right. Jordan Malai hurled it well. He hurled it oh, well. Mikey, Mikey. Mikey Butler's lost possession on the far side. It's one back, but Mikey gets in a little bit of an interception. And Stephen Murphy will have to come out, run all the way bring to it, the half of line, Stephen. Bring it, which is right, says Ronnie. Knocking it out to the man right. 21 is Conor Kelly. Conor Kelly to the middle of the park. David Fogarty. David Fogarty. Beautiful turn Fogarty. He fancies it. Fogarty. Fogarty. Yes. Fogarty. Fogarty. Oh, yes. Yes. He's yes. got it, David Fogarty. <laughs> He's got it. They're Score. dancing in Australia. They're dancing on the Comoron. It's 17 points apiece with a minute to go. Ronnie, he's been brilliant all year. Yeah, that's a score and a half. That's, he's done it all year, but O'Loughlin's, as we said, Thomas has had their personal pad. They can still win it now, lads. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas is dead on their feet. feet. They're dead on their feet. Four the next ball is crucial. 63 minutes gone. Will they keep up the ratio of scoring straight after O'Loughlin's score? The puck out comes from their goalkeeper. The programme is after blown away. I may go without it for the last minute. I have it back. Jared Kelly sends it downfield next score wins in Croke Park 17 points apiece or are we going to extra time here come Thomas's oh he there's a shot looked. and a half he never that, looked. Oh, oh that's a score and a half from Aida Burke it's worthy of winning any kind of a match but O'Loughlin's in hanging around the referee has the whistle in his mouth He's going to He's say, put that again. out again. He poked it out too quick. Ronnie, we can't take any from Thomas. No, he no. never even looked. He never just looked, let no. fly. Cool mine. This is our temporary. He let fly. Galway in a work. Sends it in and over the bar. The referee has 10 seconds left on the watch. It's 18 points, Thomas. The lashes of rain falls down. A free is what Lachlan's need. Are they going to get one? They need the ball first to try and do anything with it. They're trying to rise it on the far side. They have it up in the lively Sean Bulger. Three, Bulger got the free now, from the middle two, of the park. It's too far from Art Bergen, lads, is it? I think it's too far. I think it's too far. It could be too far, but if ever a man can stick this one over, he has the pain of 2011. He's back here in 2024 as the captain. Stephen Murphy, his goalkeeper. So. One or the other, it will be Bergen. This is a shot to bring it extra time, Ronnie. And if it's not over the bar, it's well, going to be heartbreak for all of us. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I think to give Mark Bergen an opportunity, I think this is outside his range. The wind is so difficult, the rain. This is a shot for the ages. Here he comes, Bergen. Strikes it, has the distance. No. Hasn't got the accuracy. That is it, I would think. Thomas's win the All-Ireland final. Ah. It's heartbreak for all Aucklands. But there's going to be a talking point. The Galway lads can dive on top of one another down there. They can do what they like and celebrate it. And we can't take it away from them. But O'Loughlin Gales have been absolutely railroaded in the first half with an absolutely horrible decision. They scored a goal that wasn't given. They're on their knees. It's hard to come back into an All-Ireland final. It's difficult to get out of Kilkenny. It's difficult to get out of Leinster. They came here today. They didn't get fair play in the first half. But to be fair to St. Thomas's, they were reduced to 14 men. Could have been down to 13. They weathered the storm. 
They drove on in the second half. At half time, O'Loughlin's led by 10 points to 8, but at full time, St. Thomas's lead by 18 points to 17. They did get the chance to pull it to extra time, but Mark Bergen's long range effort just went to the left and wide. 18 17, it is finished. It's heartbreak for O'Loughlin Gales of Kilkenny, and it's glory. Glory for St. Thomas's, who now have won their second All-Ireland AIB Senior Club title here in Croke Park. As it goes, it's 14 wins for Kilkenny clubs, 14 wins for Galway clubs now. They're on parity here. The Shamrocks were in the driving seat for many years. Burr have knocked over a few. Portumna won four. The Shamrocks won it from 81. They won it... Uh, 84, 90, 2007, 2010, 15, 19, 20 and 23. And then you go down the list, Portumna have four, Black Rock of Cork of three, Attenry won three, James Stevens won three, 76, 82 and 2005. Glenn Moore won it way back in 1981. St. Martin's of Robbie, you weren't even born, 1985. And St. Thomas is a Galway themselves. The one here in 2013 and two years previous to that, Galway opposition, Claren Bridge broke all Auckland game hearts, their hearts are broke again here in Croke Park, lots of talking points Ronnie, lots of talking points St Thomas's are the champions, we can't take that from them, but lots of talking points Ronnie, but no point to crying over spilled milk but that goal will be talked about for years to come Yeah look, let's give uh, Thomas's great credit, they fought brilliantly in the second half, they came back, you couldn't begrudge them, they've gone through hardship, they've lost a lot of all earned semi-finals and finals, let's give them credit first of all it, they didn't ref the match and they weren't umpiring the game but the goal uh, was a horrendous decision in the modern game when you think of the technology that we have in the sport the referees the microphones the earpieces and all the technology we have and we couldn't blatantly see a guy with a ball in his hand over the goal, over the goal. unfortunately I and Greg Valley Callan have been in this situation before this is a cruel way to lose an All-Ireland we lost one with a minute to go against Atten Ryan in 2001 I really know and feel so hard and harshly for the poor old Lachlan's fella they were brilliant Connor Kelly's point let's go back to those last five minutes he got a brilliant brilliant point and then David Fogg to do what David Fogg he does brilliantly but Aina Burke just got a ball on the sideline never looked and when your day is in and your day is on rider right over stuff from the sideline on the 21 put it over the bar there's nothing O'Loughlin's could have done. But when they go back and analyse the game, the Rackley's heel all year, unfortunately, unfortunately, was in their forwards. And I don't get any credit for saying this, but there's where their problems were today. Their forwards didn't tune in today, didn't have and take their opportunities. They were led, as I said, with their foundations of their backs, their half-back line and full-back line. But when you analyse and talk about this uh, club All-Ireland, you will talk about that goal there's a man getting the man of the match probably David Burke came back to the ACL, ACL uh, you know, it's brilliant for the likes of him to come back but look credit to uh, St Thomas's. they're as I said a wonderful team they didn't as we said ref the game they didn't umpire the game but I think O'Loughlin's this game will be remembered for the wrong reasons and Ronnie 
I don't want to be looking for a, 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 an angle to come and out. Haggy's come up in association with Jury for uh, well drilling in a few minutes on analysis. But I know, look, but I go back to 1995, uh, the point that never was Carlo and Leash, yes. and there was a replay. Now, nowhere said Thomas is going to offer a Lachlan's replay, but surely, surely, and I know there's been controversy over the years now, when something is as clear and blatant as what happened here today, we've seen it the other way with Mead and Loud here in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. But it was something as blatant as that. Surely to God, someone has a case for something. But you know, Kilkenny people and Kilkenny hurling people don't cry over spilt milk. As Roy Keane would say, you have to take it on the chin and move on. But do you have to take it on the chin and move on? Well, I, I, I don't know. I think the GA authorities have to look at this. I don't think Kilkenny and all Lachlan's will look at this. I think the GA have to look at this. If, in the fairness of rules and regulations in the game, all Lachlan's were robbed. There's no doubt. There's no point changing that. Yeah, it? that's my point. Now, someone else can say, yeah, had 40 minutes to, to rectify. There was other instances. Forget about the other instances. They happen in the game. But it's blatant. Now, let's not take from Thomas's. No. It's, now, we're not going to get any credit for this. There'll be loads of knockers. The refereeing today and the umpire was absolutely horrendous. So it's no point to any different. Now, we won't get any marks for this. I won't get any marks for this. And it's not sour milk. And it, but if I was involved there today and that goal was disallowed, I was involved in 2001 with another incident when we lost out. I feel so sorry for the O'Loughlin's lads. They've, as I said, they've given Kilkenny great, um, great joy this year. But Brendan, the hurt for here is, is, is going to hurt them in the coming weeks. But the unfortunate thing for them is to get back here. Yes. The Kenny Championship. Oh, it's impossible, so yeah. That's the bit I can't think. Yeah. Now, O'Loughlin's can say, we'll come back, we'll come back. Lads, we thought the same in 2001. Yeah. It's so hard to come back. It's so hard to get out of your own it's county. It's so hard to get out of your own county. But look, I think Larry McCarthy, the GA authorities, not taken for one minute from Tim Thomas's, have to look at this incident and have to consider... Um, what has happened because it's blatant the whole country has seen it ok and Taggy the manager the man management of 14 against 15 you know somebody might criticise Brian and say they didn't manage it well or they didn't do this but you have to say that the elements that Thomas has had in the second half was kind of didn't feel like they were out of 14 man because they struck the ball well and they went for hit and hop balls and they got them all and I asked you in the first half about would a Lachlan's need you felt 3 or 4 points but it ended up that it, it should have been more uh, the conditions were horrible as well and not excuses but I've been realistic here yeah no conditions were uh, brutal and they got worse action in the second half and really got teamed down but we talk about to say the sending off for a second and um, uh, the Lachlan's uh, with 15 against 14 I felt Thomas's push right back down the field and allowed the Lachlan's kind of come onto him so Lachlan's brought the ball short puck out brought the ball to the 40 yard line and then just started hitting it long because there was no other outlet and in the first half Lachlan's were running through the lines because Thomas's were pushing up on him and they were allowed kind of uh, break the tackle and then run onto it that's where Deegan Malai 40 that's their element because they were breaking the tackle taking it on and, and running through the lanes here Thomas has pushed right back down crowded out the, the, the forwards of the Lachlan's and uh, Lachlan's were lumping down long ball down into him and then there was a few switches you know Burke to half forward and Cooney to full forward was a massive one as well he got a lot of uh, flotation and then you know the point of all points from Mayna Burke to win it in the end he, unbelievable like, he, didn't even, he, did, he didn't even look at the, uh, at the goal post yeah, and he put yeah. it over the bar so credit for credit to Jew they, they, for Thomas's team that didn't play well in the first half stayed at it stayed plugging and uh, you know got over the line and they made the light and they had their heartbreak before the, the, Taggy the game spun out the way everyone spoke yeah. about the game we all spoke about the O'Loughlin's back scutting the scores they got the scores we, t- we all spoke about the threat from Thomas's was going to come from Cooney and Burke where did the threat come from it came from Cooney and Burke when did it happen it happened when Cooney went full forward he was a target man it wasn't as if Huey Lawler had a bad game Huey Lawler had a great game you were going to ask me in a few minutes to pick a man of the match from O'Loughlin's you know I don't know uh, it's, it's so difficult because it's not worth a damn tan it is O'Loughlin's lads at this stage but as I said 
you know, it, it spun out the way we thought. I was a firm believer before the game that Lockins would win by three or four points comfortably. I was worried at half time at 10 8, but the Athletes heel turned up again. Their forwards, unfortunately, just didn't click. And at the same time, they did get the goal in the first half, which wasn't yeah. given, but we've said enough about that. Taggy will be back with full time analysis here in association with Jerry Comerford while drilling after we hand back to the studio and take a break. Said Thomas's captain is giving his speech, Connor Cooney. As Ronnie says, we can't take any for St. Thomas's to a man that were excellent in the end. We did say there was a lot of talking points. There is a lot of talking points, but the big talking point is well, Lachlan Gales have been defeated in the All Ireland Club final by the minimum of margins. St. Thomas's of Galway, 18 points. Oh, Lachlan Gales of Kilkenny 17 points Ronnie you have to pick a detailed menswear man of the match not simple there was a few fine performances out there we mentioned them during the day so one of those players obviously stood up for you and a huge thank you to detailed menswear for the kind sponsorship throughout the year yeah huge uh, performances out of O'Loughlin's as I said there won't anyone from O'Loughlin's get joy out of this but look for me over the hour there was a lot of great individual performances Huey Lawler was excellent at full back for a long time and had David Fogarty and Jordan Malloy Paddy Deegan at times but that's where most of the best players came from O'Loughlin's they were in the defence and for me over the hour for his distribution his tackling his scores I'm going to give the detail man as a man of the match to Jordan Malloy Jordan Malloy the wing half back of O'Loughlin Gales the number 7 if you text in Jordan Malloy to Casey Lawler you're in with a chance of winning that 50 euro voucher thanks to Carol and Philip at Detail Men's well done to Jordan commiserations to O'Loughlin Gales and to all the O'Loughlin's people across Carlock and Kenny and across the world we do hope you've enjoyed our commentary stay tuned because Aidan Taggy Fogarty will be back here uh, after the break with that and don't forget uh, this day is on in Gorn Park on next Thursday and I do believe the lads have a few tickets give away there be a massive day at Gorn Park on Thursday also for the Thais days so there it is the final score St Thomas's of Galway 18 points O'Loughlin Gales 17 for me Brendan Hennessy Adrian Ronan in the commentary box we'll hand back to the studio and as I say when you come back we'll have Aidan Taggy Fogarty KCLR live from Croke Park the AIB All-Ireland Senior Club Hurling Championship Final O'Loughlin Gales versus St. Thomas with thanks to Theresa McGinn's Kilkenny Physiotherapy Clinic 30 years of Kilkenny hurling expertise physiotherapy Pilates and physio-led gym classes specialising in injury prevention speed and pre-season assessments